Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 17 of Beer Another Shit Podcast, Adjunct Series Quarantine Edition. I am here once again, joined by my beautiful queen of everything. Oh, you are so kind. I'm going to well, try and get that, like, the right switch one down. Right? Happy to be here. Right, well, I thought we have a cop first. Wow, that's Hey, you are first. <laughs> Basim, you were first. You know what? Hi, Basim. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode. You see, it's Saturday now instead of yeah. Friday today. Keeping you busy, Basim, right? Uh, I that. cannot believe this is episode 17. We've been 17 weeks of quarantine. And we skipped episodes, one week and because. We and we didn't do episodes the first two weeks of quarantine. I can't remember why. I think just because we weren't sure what was happening. We have spent the whole year here in quarantine. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean like, a long time. months is that? 17 weeks is math. like four months. Quick math. Yeah. yeah. Four, wow, geez. Four That's months. That's crazy. And we missed about a pro- almost a month worth because we took a week off during the, when the, um, the protests happened. Protests happened, happened yeah. And then we took the first two weeks off since ma- yeah. March 15th, which was the quarantine. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that yeah. Well? Been, yeah. That's crazy. Well, either way, this is something we've been waiting for for a while. This evening, ladies and gentlemen, you might remember them. I think it was episode 49 from memory. Um, back in 2017, which was a hot minute ago. This is something we've been talking about for literally years doing a second podcast this obviously is not how we wanted it to go but we out here we have uh, the whole squad with us uh we're going to bring him in right now we have dan colin and adam from layla brewing in toronto boys what is good hello what up what up what up let me just show you all the whole picture because the boys look at look at them all pretty motherfuckers look at y'all with your fly ass look at that merch yeah check out that beer check out that that's right there oh we got a lot to talk about tonight boys great to see your faces um, for too. real, it has been way too long. So much has changed with you guys in in three years. So we got a lot to touch on tonight. Um, Adam's getting no love screen time. Yeah, right here, I'm gonna keep switching it between. <laughs> I'm gonna keep switching. No there you go. Bring okay, it back. There you go. Okay, yeah, there you go. It's gonna be a lot of switches tonight. There you, you know go. What there you go. I like Maybe it. we'll just bring it to us when we're talking. Yeah, that I like. Okay, that. I dig it. So first things first. Everyone's good. What's popping? Y'all good? Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I love. Can't, it. can't complain. We're done worrying. Yeah, we've worried. We've worried ourselves uh, silly, so we're done with it. I love that. That's your new right? Worry for for now. I like that. Worry. I've Cut. got uh, on. I've got six month old twins now. Wow! Congrats, Congrats man. <laughs> it's a bit of a change. You know? no, I would say. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Children? <laughs> Fuck, bro. We didn't talk about that. You got to pretend. Don't do that during a pandemic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Actually, you probably you, you would have just, just got it, it like beforehand. Just beat it. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were uh, they were pretty premature, so they were in the NICU for about a month or so. So we got out like maybe middle of February. So we pretty much just had like a couple of weeks of kind of like settling in, and then it was like, oh, that's Straight it. Straight pandemic life. No family, no friends. Wow. Did they did they get to meet? Any family friends before? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit at the start. Okay. Uh, yeah, and we had like lots of plans for April, as a lot of people did. Right. <laughs> and we all uh, have plans. <laughs> and that went out the window. No, it's great. Uh, my wife is awesome, so she's, she's uh, holding it down. She's a rock. I guess that's the that's the that's the ultimate situation. We always joke. I'd love to have like you have a set of twins, one and done. Both that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. In and out. Like, I'm trying to do it like it's Paul. I don't know. Like, well, like, like in a few years. Try to do like, it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> but try. But that would be it. an you ideal just... scenario. I feel because you just like yeah, you, yeah. you knock them out. You do know? you have twins in the family to have twins, or is it like there was just some wool? Yeah. Yeah. You know? A lot on both sides. My dad's a twin as well. Yeah, this oh. guy was guaranteed to have twins. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. I love uh, it. I'm six. I'm six three. My wife is five eleven. So they're going to be really tall. Nice. Jeez. That's it. Was it super lanky? Super awkward. 
NBA. It's happening. WNBA. Are they what? What gender is the kids? Both boys. Both boys. Nice. Fraternal or identical? They're fraternal. Fraternal. Okay, so they'll be slightly different. Yeah, they kind of split off. So one looks a lot like me. The other looks a lot like my wife. That's cool. Yo, that's fascinating, that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty intense. (laughs) That's what I've heard. It's it's intense for sure. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, bro. Let's just let's just talk about beer for now. Now we're talking about uh, about that. Um, just before we crack up the first beat, do you guys want to tell everybody what your individual roles are? Because yeah. uh, Adam and we haven't met before, I don't believe. Uh, so I'm not really sure what, what, what you know, you're contributing to. And the guests to. wouldn't have met Adam. And the guests wouldn't have met Adam. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, we've probably got a bunch of new people now around since we did that in, yeah, I think it was 20th. April 2017. It was just before we did Notions launch. No, June 28th, 2017 was the That's when it was released, oh, but yeah, we, we recorded it in April. Yeah. Like, just before uh, Notions launch. Yeah. Um... Good day, yeah. good day, Steve. Oh, Stephen Brisbane's already here. Love it, mate. G'day, g'day. Look, up nice and early. Hope you're having a beer. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Um, yeah, tell us what you guys are, uh, what, do, what do you guys do for the brewery? What's each of your roles, if it's such a thing? Yeah, I can start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, thanks for having me on. Pleasure, uh, man. Um, yeah, I guess my role, um, kind of more back end, um, we just finished bottling the day, so most of the bottles uh, I'm doing with Colin downstairs. A lot of kind of brewing coordination and, and management and stuff like that. I'm not here for the brew days when Colin uh, does those on Tuesdays, but um, uh, a lot of other stuff like um, uh, more of like the accounting kind of boring stuff, managing receipts and all that, kind of keeping control of the guys while they do their particular specialties and whatnot. So uh, it's yeah. kind of general problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Right. Adam saves us. <laughs> I can imagine. Time. I was going to say, like, yeah, you're probably underselling it, dude. Like, that's actually some of the most important things you could do in, in any business. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good just having, like, an extra person that, like, Dan can go to or I can go to when we have specific issues. I like a mom that. and a dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mommy it's a and a dad. I like that. Cool cousin. <laughs> yeah, it's like don't put him in. Yeah. He don't oh, want those yeah. twins. He don't want those twins now. Like, <laughs> I guess you're his twins. I like that. You're his twins. <laughs> exactly what it is. Yeah. All right, dope. Um, welcome, Adam. Great to meet you, man. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, Colin. What do you? What? What do you say? So you're the brewer. You're the brewer. Make the beer. Make the beer. Um, I'm the brewer, and uh, it keeps me keeps me mostly busy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty much it. The most straightforward job I think here. Okay, I love it, Uncle Dan. Uh, I'm, my name's Dan, and, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, I'm the vibe, I'm the vibe setter. I'm just, I'm out here creating and just trying to, uh, to make this place, uh, you know, uh, what the three of us envision, um, and they give me the go and I get the green light from them on a lot of stuff, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm just out here creating. I, I'm having a lot of fun. It's, uh. I think I'm just like all things lay low in the front of house. Okay. Uh, you like the, yeah. face, the face of lay low, essentially. I don't want to say I'm the face. The beer, I would say, is the face. <laughs> but, uh, Ooh, like hip, or hip-hop is the uh, prominent face of our business or like the hip-hop community. That's dope. That's what uh, I uh, I'm just a uh, vessel. I'm just a like vessel. the person that's uh, transferring. I like control. that. I like that. I like that way. I'm just trying to find my stupid thing. Here we go. I'm gonna write down. I like that name. Uh, would you say hip hop is the face or the beer is the face? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I definitely do not want to be the face at all. At all. I respect that. 
idea is the face. Sorry for all the tappity tap typing there. It's got to write it down before uh, I forget. Yeah, that's a great one. Otherwise, you got to come up with an episode name later on. It's pain in the ass. It's got to be inspired by the. Got to be inspired by the yeah. dumbass conversation. So, uh, on that note, everyone looks thirsty. Let's crack a beer, boys. Cool. First one, we're doing Lightworks Hibiscus Wit Beer. Yeah, nope. look at that. You were the sexy. We actually have a brand new label for Lightworks today. Woo! Uh, I love we that. Did a, we did a launch with uh, Liv Side, who owns Psychedelic. Uh, we did a tie-dye uh, drop, a De La Soul-inspired tie-dye drop today. Uh, so you'll start seeing this more often. I like uh, the tie-dye in the background. So that's yeah. The- yeah, they're really dope. They came out really nice. But you'll see, um, you'll see more uh, drops, like merch drops that'll uh, be... Thank you. Kind of um, collaborated with the beer labels as well, so everything's gonna start kind of coming together more. Is that like a, a temporary thing for the um, the merch drop and the say like the the beer labels that match the merch? Is that gonna be ongoing for that beer, or is it like just for the merch drop? Um, I mean, like anything, I, I'm not really the, I'm like affirmative on anything that I'm doing. I think. Uh, right now it feels great. Yeah. And I think, I think it'd be cool to separate how different and unique all these beers are. Um, I think for our initial launch, this, uh, this label just stood out really well. Um, dope hieroglyphic did these ones. Yeah. Nice. I think was, these are great statement pieces for when we came out, which I think we'll always, we can always go back to. It's not like we don't have a lot of these labels, but I think, um, you know, man, like we're just doing our best to stand out in such a, in such a large market and being so small so everything we do we want to feel really special and unique mm-hmm. so these are just little things but they mean a lot to us and i think i think like this this speaks more light works to us now like i feel like this is more what this should encapsulate like, this is like the vibe of the beer yeah so the flower works perfectly for the hibiscus vibe it's super red and summer and i feel like oh, nothing's Nothing's ever in stone. I have too much ADD to uh, <laughs> settle. To lock it in. I love but it. Right now it feels great and very cool. Right. I, I, I can totally see it. You're right. Everything you said nailed it. I think it's dope that you've got themed merch and then all of a sudden that changes a label of a beer and you just run with that until yeah. maybe it's worth doing it again. Like It's uh, it's so cool. So talk, maybe you guys, I don't know if Colin's probably the best one, you talk us through the, the beer? Yeah, sure. So the... The idea with this one is it's sort of a blend between different types of wheat beers. So specifically a Belgian wheat beer and also like a German Hefeweizen. Okay. So, you know, some of the ideas, it's, uh, you know, you're getting kind of like some of the banana, clove, creaminess from the German wheat beer. And that's because we're using a German wheat beer yeast as well as the grain is all German. But then what I like about Belgian wits is that, you know, they have extra spices added in, usually coriander and orange peel, um, as well as that. Uh, specific Belgian yeast, which is a little bit more tart. Um, so we like the idea of adding like spices in, which you can't do in a traditional German beer. But um, so yeah, in there is some coriander in there. Um, but uh, the main kind of player in there is uh, is uh, hibiscus, right? Uh, which uh, gives a like, beautiful color as well as a really interesting kind of spicy floral uh, aroma and uh, drops the acidity down as well. So it ends up being. Not quite a sour beer, but it's a tart wheat beer. Yeah, I can definitely get all of that. Great explanation. Well, cheers, guys. Yeah. Pleasure. Dan? Other oh, Dan? Multiple Dan? There we are. There we are. There we are. Fucking get in here. I gotta be honest. This is not. 
Hey, you're waiting you you to begin. <laughs> I can't drink until it's said. Um, <laughs> it's the new rule. I, I was just thinking. So when I saw the, the, the different beers, basically since you guys came out, you've been very um, loyal to the brands that you created from the beginning, yeah. uh, along with the styles that you guys created. Um, you've stuck with that along the way, like, and even as sort of maybe trends change, you've, you've sort of gone with tried and true styles. Is that accurate? Would you say that that's... Yeah, I think we've been less interested in chasing uh, trends and more interested in just kind of brewing the beer that we like. Okay. I like that. How's, has that been... Um, has that gone over well in a, in, a, in, a, in a world where beer trends seem to be... I mean, not every brewery is doing the trends, of course, but whether that's like, you know, crazy kettle fruit and sours or like, you know, high ABV pastry stouts or haze or dry hop lagers or whatever. Yeah. Um, has... has the community and the, the people that, that sort of support you guys, have they responded being like, hey, would you guys do this style or blah, blah, blah? Like, or is it being pretty, like, they just love what you guys generally do? They're, I think generally they're pretty, they're pretty cool with it. I mean, like if someone, like we don't really do a lot of hoppy beers. Um, you know, don't really do IPAs. Nothing wrong with them. You know, dozens of other brewers in Toronto make excellent IPAs. Um, but yeah, it's not really our focus. Right. So I think, you know, if someone comes in, like, expecting that, you know, we, we just try to push into something else that we think they would like, you know, 99 times out of 100, they're totally happy with getting something else. But, you know, if your mind's set on a very specific style of beer, you know, might not get it here. Gotcha. That makes sense. I like that. Um, so for those who weren't around in episode 49 back in uh, 2017, um, do you want to give the people a bit of a, a you know, TLDR history on Lalo, how it came about, how you guys, all, all three, how you got into beer, and so. Tell me that was twenty seventeen. So, how long have you been open? Did we come right after, like, like right after? We opened, opened or? in September of twenty sixteen. So, oh, okay. Rick and Paul, shouts to Rick and Paul from yeah. Sweet Touch Sweet Foundation, Touch. the great friends of ours and yours. So they were spinning at the bar because I'm a beer dude. They were telling us about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, you have to come. You have to come. When we came one night, like, it's like, two of the things that you care about the most. Yeah, it was like hip hop and beer and. and <laughs> I was saying to my boy Tia, which is why I was a bit late, I was on the phone to him from Crowns and Hops in LA, and he is something that, like, one thing I find that, and I'm sure this is probably from memory part of the reason why you guys exist, is like, uh, hip hop is not something I find often in craft beer, and I don't get, it's always metal or something. Like, people aren't, I, I can't talk to them the same way as I would talk to you guys in the, the sort of a, a, a cultural understanding that comes with hip hop, and it, it's alongside minorities in beer as well it's just like it's how they feel all the time i always feel a little bit sort of outside of the craft beer world because of that um so as we gravitated to you guys immediately and we did my brother notion of course is an mc so we did his album launch on uh, april 28th 2017 where we grew to be with you guys uh for his album heart on my sleeve the beer was called hops on my sleeve so it was fire yeah. um it was the first collaboration we ever did after even oh. yeah that was the first one was ever. It? yeah first collaboration ever oh, yeah. Which is super dope. So, you guys were so keen on me. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Possible. I remember that. Sorry. Fuck, I don't want to see through that. <laughs> if I can read through Sorry. this shit, we're done. Done. It was like, um, it was a, uh, at the time, we only discovered Haze around the time you opened. I think I had the first, I think it was uh, Sawdust uh, Juicing. I think yeah. around September, October 2016. So it kind of was like an obsession. So at the time, there were breweries anywhere in Canada weren't doing it. So I was like, all right, well, like if we're going to do a beer. Like, you know, the only place we got to, we went to Vermont to go get it all, right? So 
we were like, all right, we can do it. We would make these shits. So and you guys, uh, you know, stepped up to the challenge and shut me the fuck up, which was great. And you nailed it. And it was a fantastic <laughs> beer. And Brandon tells us, my brother works for the brewery that Brandon's at now as well. And he was saying that uh, that beer has actually become like the base for one of their other IPAs um, because of that. No, so, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, I definitely, yeah. I don't know. Is that allowed? I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I can say it. Well, I've said it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> sorry, Brandon. Uh, I, I, I think it was the regular IPA or was the double IPA. Brad told me. I think it might have been the double because it was around 7-ish percent, if I'm not mistaken, the original one. So it lives on through that beer. It does not taste or really look like it, but I think the base for it was like he built from that and then sort of switched it up. So I thought that Which means was... means he really loved it then. Yeah, because he really... Because it was one of the first beers that he had done in that style too. So I think mm. it challenged Brandon because that's not his... His style at all. So people shout, out Brandon, shout out Brandon. And man, it's crazy. It's, it's so crazy to even think how long ago we all did that together, yeah. and to think how far he's come. Like, yeah. uh, I know this. I just I love talking about Brandon because he's just such an incredible brewer. And Aveline is, I think, mm-hmm. already won like best new brewery this year. Yeah, and, wow. Uh, like, it's just wild, man. We were really lucky to have him here uh, for the time we did. Um, picked up. Well, I didn't pick up anything, but I, I love his work ethic. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, he, no, we were really lucky to have him around. And yeah, uh, if he told you that, then I'm sure it's stamp of approval. You're allowed to say, allowed to say it. Yeah. He didn't tell me yeah. personally. I heard it secondhand. But yeah, um, yeah no, Brad, for people who don't know, Brandon Judd, he's the head brewer at uh, Aveling in uh, the East End in Toronto now. So he was consulting with you guys and sort of helping you guys get started um, Back then, yeah. So uh, we followed, we got you know became friends with him as well at that time, and to the point where now Brad works for his brewery. So no shit, sorry, no guppies, no guppies. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. no. Sorry, I do it all the time. Like on our hip hop podcast, I keep calling him by his fucking government name. <laughs> Can't help it. Um, so let's talk about how each of you guys got into beer, and then how that resulted in Aveling, and then sort of Adam when Adam came on board and stuff like that, just to give people a bit you of a picture. What I said? How that resulted in Aveling. Because we done a sip? Yeah. Jesus Christ, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. Quarter of a beer in. Four right? Sips Three in sips. Over. I'm not drunk or high. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. How it all came together and sort of, you know, and obviously over the last, then we'll get to all the different changes because things are yeah. so different now than. than yeah, we, we have, have questions too about all that. Yeah. Because you just have to shift and pivot in so many ways. I think it's cool. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Okay. I think I, the beginning, I think, well. Oh, did it break up? When we were all working together, okay. um, Colin and I worked at another brewery, and uh, when when we both left, uh, we met up with Adam, and we actually started seriously looking at spaces. And it was kind of like a call of arms between us, and like, does everyone want to do this? Is everyone serious about this? So we just get together at bars, talk about what we do, and then we just randomly would start looking at spaces. Uh, I think even then it felt like it was happening very quickly. When was that? Was that 2016 um, or 2015? This was 2016. Like okay. I think we only were looking at spaces for three to four months until wow. we found Layla. That's correct. Um, so essentially, that I mean, the conversation started with Colin and I getting drinks after work, uh, saying, "Hey, this place is all right, but." What would you do if you had your yeah. own brewery? And it was <laughs> almost always about the music. Right? Yeah, like, right. The beer is good, but the lighting's too bright. The music is just boring. Because <laughs> that's how we bonded. Was just like talking about like our favorite hip hop artists. Yeah, we talked about the roots for like hours, and then that would be it. And then from there, 
it became uh, everything just started happening very quickly. Uh, my wife Claire was pregnant, mm-hmm. and then uh, from there, um, I everything kind of went to high gear for me personally. And then we randomly stumbled upon this very clean white uh, IKEA base spot, and uh, we called it Lalo, like we referred to it as the Lalo place because it was. <laughs> people want real life things, right? Real life things. Yeah, and uh, essentially, we saw the space. We kept referring to it like it was the cleanest space we'd seen in the city because there was a lot of dirty, like really rundown spots. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kept going back to it, and it happened very fast. We got the keys, and instantly we're like, "Holy fuck! We have to open! Like, how fast can we do this?" It took us about two months, I think, to get it completely set up. Not uh-huh. even. I mean, I like I tell people I was. I think we're all we were a little embarrassed how we opened. I think when we look back, we were like, we need to open. I mean, we can't just like wait for creation to start. Like it was a very natural course of how the room uh, organically came together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after that, it just like it never really, it never really took its course until maybe two years in until it actually really started to come together Mm, in Um, terms of your vision like what you envisioned it to be yeah like we Mm. had an idea but it wasn't always that exactly yeah and uh it just became what it is today through time essentially yeah right Uh, but that was it well that's fair we've also heard breweries just say like yeah you need to open also you're paying for the space the entire time right so it's yeah. like you need money to start coming in so we've had people who are like yeah our beers are super green they're not really technically ready yet but like you need to open and like there are all these things to consider as well so it's like you have to open and start going also you can't yeah. like wait for things to be perfect because then you're just completely stalled from doing anything yeah the idea was there i think we didn't i don't think it neither any of us knew what it would become mm-hmm. uh, in my head i didn't really know at all it definitely is not what i envision and now it's like way beyond what i thought specifically the community like base of what our whole business is based around mm-hmm. I love what that has really become and the, and then the arts and how we are so connected throughout the city and across uh, canada i mean we've, we've made some great connects um but yeah and so anyways uh after that um i guess the beer really became the predominant thing. That's kind of where Colin came in and how this all really made true sense to start a business. I would have never opened unless I, I had Colin because he said, like, let's make beer. And I'm like, holy shit, you know how to make beer? He's like, yeah, I make wine too. I'm like, oh my God, like, where, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> that was, that was, the and then on that, from then I was like, okay, we're a hip hop beer bar. And that's like, that should be the number one. And we wanted to introduce people to uh, Belgian styles we only wanted to carry Belgian beer, and we really only had one beer on tap uh, that Colin was making in the very, very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then through that, the popularity of our one beer, Colin was like, I think I can make two. So we're like, okay, fuck, let's make two. And then it just progressively was like, okay, well, if I shift my schedule, I could probably make three. And then wow. I don't know how long it took for Colin to be like, you know what, man, I could probably do six taps. Damn. And I was like, <laughs> well, why are we buying beer? Yeah. So after that, we were pretty much like, okay, we're, now it feels like a brewery. Now it feels like it's super exclusive. You can only drink it here. It's like that makes, that's where the magic is. And I think how it always has been is that 
you only get that real hip hop and you only get that beer here. Like you don't get it anywhere else and it's only here. I think that alone was kind of like the magic formula was like, it's so exclusive yeah. um, and tiny mom and pop vibe. And yeah, the, the evolution just keeps happening even through COVID. I mean, we've literally taken huge strides in the last four months, big, bigger strides we've ever taken, I think ever in this business. Um, and been super uh, adaptive and like literally we don't know what's going to happen and like I say this with like <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen next but we do have some sort of an idea and I think that's like what I was saying like, we're done worrying we're just going to keep working and let things unfold as they do but yeah I guess that <laughs> what was your question? <laughs> that, was, that was it that was great that was good yeah yeah <laughs> You, you um, I was just thinking, like, what you said, even it's like mom and pop, but it's so, like, just like a vibe as in, like, your friend's place. So yeah. it doesn't even feel like mom and pop so much as, like, if you're going to your friend's, like, house party with all the friends that you care about the most. Like, not like this massive house party, but just, like, good people and you all feel the same vibe and you like the same things and you're just, like, chilling. Yeah. Like, you could just go, and that's what lay low. I just love it. Like, you go and lay low and chill for, like, hours and hours and hours. Like, vibe, vibe of that place. Yeah. 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 The idea was just to. Again, it's so it's, it's it's very simple, but it was very special to people mm-hmm. well, once they understood it. Um, yeah, like our age group, some mature hip hop music. It's not too loud, no. no TVs, you know. But you can still respect the beat and the lyrics. Mm-hmm. But you can have a real conversation with someone. Yeah, and let the night slip away, mm-hmm. and that, that was all we wanted. We just wanted a place that we would go to make for our friends, and then. Their friends came, and then their friends, and then they told other people, and it just became like, oh my god, we're actually this. This is actually working. This is a, uh, this is the perfect formula, and then it's, it's so comforting to know like, this is what everyone wanted. Yeah, they did want this. This was missing in the city. Even yeah. like people who are, aren't traditionally that I know hip hop fans or anything like that. When I saw them talking about, it, I'm like, you're going to Layla? Like, all right, all right. <laughs> I just felt like I don't know. Like, like, like a rock secret. fan. I felt, I felt like it was kind of like a secret, and you said it because like exclusive. And I was like, oh, oh, so now you know. Too? Yeah. I'm like, how do you how are you get in? That's Alpha, man. How are you getting in on this? But like, that's yeah. great. That was part of the growth that made me happy. I was like, okay, yeah. it's good that you're seeing like everyone beer community. Like, I love it because it's like craft beer community people who are tapped into talking about it and how they love it. But then also people we know who didn't were not interested in craft beer at all. So it's like you hit two sides, which I yeah. thought was interesting. Even in a photo, I saw like Derek, I think Brett. Shan's friend? No. Um, Brad's friend. Yeah. And uh, I saw Eric and his girlfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they came all the there. time. And now they go all the time. And I was like, they went for Brad's party. And I see them there all the time taking pictures of you guys, like giving beer outside the window and stuff like that. And I was like, check that yeah, out. You know, I'm picking up. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a hip hop head. But she wasn't into beer. She wasn't into No, she wasn't. No. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's that's and that's exactly the, what you've done. You've introduced hopefully beer drinkers to hip hop. Can you get what's the next beer, guys? Is it to, to, to get the next one, is it Zenith or? Uh, we got Zenith and Retro. So yeah, we don't actually have all the beers that you have at okay. the moment. So we've got a Retro Spec and we've got a Zenith. Which one should we do next? Um, you tell me. Oh boy, I don't know. Let's do the Retro Spec. Retro Spec. Um, yeah, so I think you probably would have introduced beer heads to, to hip-hop and then hip-hop yeah. heads to craft beer, probably more of the latter. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the concept is, like, definitely kind of niche, but we also, we try not to be, like, you know, exclusionary about it. Like, we, we really just want to 
bring fans together. You know, it's like fans of hip hop and fans of beer. And it's like, you know, Toronto, it's a world class city. You know, it should be, there should be enough people there to really foster that niche. Yeah. And that's, that's what I, I like you said. And it was great that you've seen uh, such an, I guess, like a, a, a change in the audience into such a, a widespread popularity because of you are legitimately offering something that so many brewers don't do and that's and that's the attraction and it's sort of given like i mean maybe people like us who are hip-hop heads and, and also arguably equally craft beer heads uh you know we probably have to we have to settle just like you guys were settling you guys were going out to um other bars and being like yeah like it's cool and stuff but like the beer is good but like damn man like you know some of this music right here. um so it's, it's really really dope i have a question though based on what you're saying um at one point, last time I was there, I don't know when it was. It was, it was I think we went to Toronto maybe once this year. Uh, so I don't know. We didn't come by. So it must have been last year. And last time I was there, it was, uh, there were still guest taps and guest and then bottles and stuff in the fridge. Are you guys still doing that? Or is it now like straight up and down, just your stuff and um, just on tap and just your bottles? What's the deal? Uh, we, we really only have a guest tap if we run out of beer at this point. So if we're Sick. like short a specific beer, that's like a panic. Well, not even a panic. I used to panic, but now <laughs> it's, uh, it's so easy. It's so easy to get a keg within 24 hours. I mean, right. So if we're like, uh, we're short, we've made so many great uh, connections and uh, just like friend business friendships with like Bali and uh, Halo, like. We, it takes literally a, a text and they'll deliver the keg within the morning. So I love it. But yeah, it's it, the only reason we have a guest tap really is to either well to like to promo anyone if we're doing a collab, maybe to push push uh, their beer for a bit. But yeah, realistically, it's, we're out of we're out of Bonita, we're out of retro. We need to fill the tap, and it's, we don't even necessarily need to. But sometimes we're like, okay, well, because it's gone, it's gone for this long. And we won't have it on tap for another two weeks. We're like, okay, well then, why don't we get an IPA? Because we never make them. Why don't we get an IPA to sell? Ah, just to switch it up. Okay, so I was yeah. gonna say, like, say if you ran out of uh, the one we just had, um, uh, would that be? Would you get another wit to replace it, or would you be like, ah, oh, fuck, let's do something like completely? We usually get something off like weird. Something, yeah. It's usually something that we wouldn't do. So right. Well, actually, we might get like a double IPA or a barrel aged sour. Cool. That's interesting. It's, I like really that. funny. it's funny having this conversation because how long ago was it that you had to get a guest tap and who knows when that's going to happen. Mm. Right. Yeah. In this space or whatnot. But oh, yeah, true. Because it's not even, it's a whole other problem that has disappeared. There's just so many kegs that are probably not moving anymore. Yeah. 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 Like a lot of breweries are just dumping them, right? I heard yeah. they were um, but like either bottling or selling, like say restaurants are allowed to sell pores and stuff, aren't they? If you, they allowed to put them in like cups, is that right? In yeah, Toronto? with food. With food, so say you did like an Uber Eats or you could do that and then they just pour like a pint of whatever they had. Yeah, to. you can bundle it together. Yeah. But you, you know, the food can be like a chocolate bar too. Like it doesn't have to be like a meal. Oh, like Montreal Park rules. Okay. Yeah, like that. yeah exactly, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's talk about retrospect. So this bad boy is a paleo, 5%. Um, I haven't had this for a long time. So I'm actually really stoked to try all these beers again because I'm sure they're like better than they've ever been, being that now yeah. that this is all you're doing. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> talk to yeah, so This one, this is about as hoppy as we get. Okay. Um, 
there are other beers that we brew that are actually more bitter, but in terms of like the hop character and the amount of hops that go into a beer, this one will be the most. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little bit of a cross between like a Belgian pale ale and kind of aspects of like a New England pale ale, New England IPA kind of aspect that I like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're getting like, it's the emphasis is more on like the juiciness and the spiciness that the hops are imparting as opposed to like a bitterness. Okay. Um, and then, so, yeah, cause I really think that uh, for me, I really like Belgian and, and German yeast strains. I just think they're really interesting. And I think that the types of flavors that they can that they put out just work so well with hops. Um, Love it. And uh, this, this beer mm. also has uh, quite a bit of rye as well. Okay. So it's like, uh, a little bit of like a silky mouthfeel, but also some spiciness as well, like kind of some pepperiness. Ah, it's from the right. That makes sense. Well, guys, cheers. Get in you. Yes, cheers. Dan? Also, happy birthday, Dan. Yeah, happy birthday, Yo, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, is it Dan's? Solo. No, this is actually, so there's a, uh, another great company called uh, North Side of the Map, and they're, they're a black-owned uh, clothing line. Okay. Uh, my thing right now is so I'm doing a lot of collabs. Yeah, and uh, they just rolled up with like their kids, and I didn't. They, I didn't tell me they were coming by, but I just wrote like a sign, like on a live. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk at all, so I just put. We have a beer called Northern Touch, so I just put it in a bag in the window and just be like Northside, Northern Touch. Like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I love that. When they come back, I just like I feel bad, but it's all good. It's no, that's all if good. you need to run out and talk to them, it's all good. You know, it's no, true. no, no, I, 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 this is important to me. I want to. I want to do this. So appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. It's just awesome. Like, there's just so much happening, and when it feels like nothing's happening in my life right now, like with this whole thing, like you feel like things are slow, but things are actually popping and going well. It's just. Uh, that's just funny. I don't know. I love that. We're not here a lot. So when we're right. here, it feels like everything's like buzzing and great. Then you go home for like four days. And you're like, oh, <laughs> man, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's just awesome. I don't know. Like, like, it feels good to know that they just popped in for yeah. no zero reason. Right. But we're doing a collab with them. That's amazing. I love yeah, that. It. We're going to talk about that in a second. A couple comments from uh, YouTube. Um, four Elements Craft Beer Podcast. Uh, love Lalo, best spot in the city. Also, Benita is the bomb. Agreed. Yes, I was on that podcast recently. I think you guys were on there. They were telling me. He was the one who actually told me, uh, Ryan told me that you guys were doing bottles. I think I heard it from him before I even saw you guys doing it. He he showed up when I guess it was basically starting. Maybe uh, like in March. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early, early. Yeah, yeah. Colin was like, I'm telling you, we're going to have to close the bar. And I'm like, what? Really? And then... Yeah, it basically happened like a week after that. We were basically closed. Was that recorded here? It was recorded yeah, right yeah. here, but we were, it was before we opened. Honestly, I think it was that week we closed. Oh, okay. yeah. oh right, so he got y'all just before shit changed. Yeah, yeah like instantly. Mm. And we were kind of already mm. talking about doing it. Because you knew it was kind of coming. And... Oh, you mean the podcast or you mean closing? Well, the bottling. The, the bottling. bottling, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which is so yeah, super dope. Um, we have another comment, Steve-O in Brisbane. He's like, I don't know if it's because I'm tuned into you guys more lately, but it seems there's more and more breweries with a tie to hip-hop in some way or another these days. I hope that's I the hope case. So. Yeah. Um, I, so. I personally don't 
really feel like that's the case. I'm trying to think. Uh, I was like, we have been interviewing like a lot of black-owned businesses, and I feel yeah, like so maybe it's more of that in there. I just people we like, and like people more. we know, and our friends are into hip hop, so yeah. that happens too. Because we haven't been. But I wouldn't say like I'm getting to so many breweries and like just enjoying that like before this before year. this even like hip hop experience like, more in the states like more in the states but even so it's like i was just thinking like other half maybe uh burlington beer co mm. um, they always play hip-hop but i can name five on my head where it's like i'd go there and listen to music that i love and and sit yeah. there and drink like i feel like those yeah. are five like the even closest thing i would say is beer wax and uh, beer wax yeah oh hell yeah but they're not even a brewery if they yeah, start beer drinking yeah. beer they are like i've spoken to him just uh via text like we are literally the same company yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, everything he does, I'm like, bro, that's perfect. Everything <laughs> really perfect. I like, I, I, I love watching that company grow, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I can't wait to meet him. Oh, talk, this is cheap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he talked uh, about you when we did the podcast. Too. We did the we podcast last year, like, and we talked about y'all. And I love yeah. seeing you guys talk about each other. Yeah, he was talking so about he you was like so highly, which I raving. loved. And then we're like, yeah, yeah. Cool. that's alright. And I've seen y'all do like the merch swap the other day. You were posting it. Maybe it was like a month or two ago, actually. Yeah, we did and another merch swap, which is like, uh, uh, he's he's just the coolest dude, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I I love. And I definitely got that vibe when we were there, like immediately welcoming. Um, in the same way that you guys were, we were there at a, when they weren't even open. We did it like early in the day too yeah um, yeah so we didn't get to kind of see when it was popping because we weren't there long enough um but it was it was very very cool and i can you guys are absolutely going to be but yeah exactly how he's they, doing it right like he's in a small like he's in vanderbilt like a smaller section of brooklyn yeah but he's, he's introducing like crazy beers yeah to people who are not used to that yeah. and it's an all vinyl like hip-hop hub like, yeah. but, like Bobby Garcia's just rolling it. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. Large professor. Sky Zoo, like, he said. Like, and when people come here and they're like, "Oh man, this place would do great in New York." I'm just <laughs> like, "What?" I'm just like, "What? What?" <laughs> Have you not been? Let me tell you. Yeah, and it's two seconds from the um, the arena. What's it called? The Brooklyn Arena. What the fuck that's oh, called? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's like two blocks from. Yeah, it's super yeah. close. I couldn't believe it. It's basically downtown Brooklyn. Like what? right. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah, it's like, like a three smaller street, but it's like three blocks away. Like, yeah, still, yeah. Um, yeah. What's it called? Oh, Barclays Center. Barclays, Barclays Center. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like right from it, like really close to to downtown Brooklyn too. Um, fantastic spot. So yeah. you guys definitely have that. So let's talk about the the merch stuff because that's something that's been really like. And going then I noticed crazy. that your Instagram is at Lalo Shop now. Is yeah. that part of it? Yeah, I think like with the times um the bar is not we're not well we're not a bar right now um and first and foremost we're a brewery mm-hmm. uh which uh colin's instagram has that handle a brewery and, oh uh, okay i think right now like just adapting <laughs> to what's happening i just think like lalo bar is kind of misleading so i think saying lalo shop is like it's a it's a bottle and retail store right so mm-hmm. That's essentially what we are right now, and, we, and that might even evolve into vinyl records or something. Um, but I think, like collectively, we, I think we want to move away from service. Uh, I think the industry is going to be hit for a while, yeah, not not like a, a short time thing. I think it's going to be for. Well, it's, it's going to be a long time until things get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, online sales are great. Delivery works. Curbside pickup is great. Um, you know, 
basically a brewery that's starting a street brand. Right. Um, and it's working. I think we, the drops we did initially, just while we were mm -hmm. open, were very fun and on on target for our demographic. And now there's a little bit of freedom and wiggle room to be like, okay, well, why don't we just like push a ton of merch? Uh, and have releases that coincide with bottle drops and make that kind of our thing right now. Because there's no there's no deadlines. We have zero deadlines. We don't have, like, it's more just like staying relevant and being a strong brand. Mm -hmm. We will most likely move our business to a bigger space to brew more yeah. uh, and host uh bigger events and become a retail shop, uh, right. which I think is realistic for us dads. And like, um, I think just how we see ourselves living our lives in the future. Because um, COVID puts you all in a situation of like, what is, what kind of life do I want? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, it kind of puts a little, not pressure, it just, it, it's gut check time. COVID has been very gut check. What do you what do you want? What are you passionate about? What what where do you see yourself in five to ten years? And what what do you want? Whatever it is you have right now to be, uh, and what do you want? How do you want to see it grow? So, I think the retail has just retail has been a really great outlet for me personally because I feel like it's expressing everything I love about Lalo uh, on clothing, and it's great. It's selling just as quick as the beer. People are wearing it all across the city. And, uh, and and we're shipping it. I mean, we're shipping it too. Like it's awesome. I mean, New York, Vancouver, Montreal, amazing. Uh, and it's uh, again a natural progression. I don't think anything was ever forced. It was always like our merch in the past was great, and now it's like I think it's, like the stuff we're dropping now is the best stuff we've ever done. The quality is, get, is getting better, and. Um, we're, we're spending more on the quality, which I think everyone's going to start noticing is like the, the actual, like the fabric we're using, the stitching, like we're, everything is just like a bit more higher quality than we've typically done. Mm -hmm. um, when, did yeah. you, when did you do your first merch drop? Our very first merch drop was. Penny. We did the. the yeah, it was our one year anniversary. And so we 2017. Had, we had the penny bar, so we did a, a single penny uh, that said Lalo with the year established, that. and on the back was um, 1144, and that was our first shirt. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember the roster really one. That alone, that was like, yeah. Ooh, that, yeah, that was gone. Like those sold out on the anniversary. Nice. And after that, we did like some long sleeves. Yeah, you had like, the hoodies, uh, the colorful hoodies. I remember like oh, the, the Rasta color ones, like yeah. the green, red, yellow. Like, those the breasts, like, the one, the breast. They were, they were great. Quick. I, yeah. think, I think I even tried Colin's, to get that shit. Uh, good friend Russ, he, he, if you can see behind the, those pieces, um, they're made out of like books. I don't know if you guys remember them. Um, they were like right above like that yellow one right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. There, there's three of them and they were like kind of those colors and, mm -hmm. um, I think we were just yeah, staring at the like, burgundy one. Yeah. In that colorway. Yeah. yeah. Remember the burgundy uh, that, that she was lit. Yeah. And then after that, then the hip hop um, like uh, tributes started. So we did like obviously like Run DMC was an obvious. Then we did Ice Cube, which was one of my all-time favorites that we flipped. 
uh, we did uh, Beastie Boys and uh, the yeah the Roots yeah the OK so player classy so true Bruce since <laughs> twenty sixteen <laughs> I love it so much is that are you gonna bring that back because I was looking at that earlier I you it? know what I think we will bring everything back yeah. like, with a little bit of a twist, a twist. to everything yeah. I think and, that's uh, kind of cool the quality of the fabric. and the quality of everything yeah, right. and, and like you know some will be stitched uh, you know so maybe everything gets upgraded to a crew neck or mm. hoodie like. It's like, gotta be sick on a crew neck for sure. Yeah, yes. but man, the stuff we're coming with is fire. Like I'm so I'm so excited to drop our next drop. Like the drop right now just happened today, which is all De La Soul and tie dye, but uh, a little exclusive. Like we are we'll be doing like a bit of a mob deep theme for the next one. Woo! Nice. Uh, which we're really excited about. What and, kind of uh, uh, gear is it? Like is it long sleeves, t-shirts, hoodies, or something? We got uh, champion shorts. Nah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Champion shorts, tees, and uh, a, a beer is going to get like the a, la- a new label as well with that. I love okay, that. I'm I love like the I'm label and the, the merch match thing. That's so the cool. label and merch match yeah. is absolutely genius, and I love the idea of bringing back classic merch that did well. I've never ever seen that before. In the same way that breweries bring back beers and do like you <laughs> yeah. know some breweries might have fifty beers and maybe like three times a year this one beer comes back and then yeah. on the off month this other beer comes back and I love that because it doesn't it means that just like you said you're going to bring it back with a twist it means you can perfect the product and make it tighter whether it's the merch or the beer mm-hmm. rather than like have to keep you know breweries feel that pressure something we talk about here a lot where breweries feel like oh every week or every other week I have to have a new can dropping or you know people aren't going to come by and that means they're kind of rushing out these new products that they haven't really tested or, or tweaked to the point where they should be mm-hmm. so re-bringing back merch that was popular is just super cool man it's such like a streetwear approach that i've never i don't think i've ever seen that in India. i imagine you probably guys probably haven't either <laughs> there's no strategy i, I was honestly just, <laughs> i was on more so worried we wouldn't sell a lot so i do very small runs and then the runs sold out and then i'd be like Fuck, oh, should have more. <laughs> yeah. So I should have gotten like 30 more. So then we would reorder some. So we'd always reorder our best seller. Okay. Like the hoodies, the yellow sold out like like in a week. So right. they should, should get a few more. But yeah, th- there was no initial strategy. But then as you like go through the process, you're like, okay, well, our beer is exclusive. Let's make our merch exclusive. Mm. Yeah. And so many. And if you don't get it, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Can you uh, text me when the Mob Deep one drops? Please? <laughs> <laughs> Can you text me when the Mob Deep joins? You need to sign up for loop? notifications. Also, so for notifications. All right. I won't cheat. I won't cheat. I won't cheat. Okay. Maybe I should just give you the sneak right now. They're done. They're done. Can you do it? Yeah, like I have them. Is it exclusive? Is exclusive? Do you want to put it up on the screen? I got. I got the whole screen. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. We got the label back. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Get out of town. You get wait, the, wait, with wait, the wait. blue with the orange. Oh, you're the sneak. You have it. <laughs> I don't know if you can even see this. With oh, I can. Yeah, 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 I can. I can see that shit. Woo! Oh, nice. The brewery. Oh, oh fuck I off. love it. Oh, that is so lit. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. And they got the tees. I'll get out of town. Oh my god, I want that so bad. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that is fucking amazing, bro. What does it say on the on the what does it say on the on the breast? What does it say on the breast there? On the breast of it? This is the exclusive. This is the you guys seeing it here first, (laughs) y'all. So that this is what we'll be putting on the new Northern Touch. 
Oh, no, I love that. Oh, I love that. God, that is sexy. <laughs> so does that mean they did? Did they design this it. then? Who's, oh What's yeah. That? Did they design this then? Who's they? The northern. Is this a collab you're doing with the guys that just no, walked no, up? No, no, no. Oh, that's okay. Idea. Oh, this I thought I thought they are. That's the collab because they were northern something and you're northern. No, northern north north side of the north side of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're going to be doing uh, some ex- like exclusive. They they got a polar bear. Uh, uh, for their mascot, so, so I mean, you can just think about what's the number right. one verse that you think about when you think about a polar bear in hip hop. I'm actually having a blank. Wow, because I'm cooler than a. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> right. um, gonna, we're gonna play around. We're gonna have some fun with that. Okay, I love yeah, that though. That looks the, great. The labels look great. The shorts. That's the, coming out in two yeah. weeks. We're dropping that in two weeks. Two weeks. Same. All right, I'm set. I'm turning notifications. Yeah, I think we just we really want to just up the merch game. That breweries have, we find that often they're really like kind of gimmicky, or they're based on like puns. You know, we really we really wanted to to showcase that like it doesn't have to look like it's from a brewery. It can look no. like yes. a piece of art. You know, what's so funny. And you were saying that too. Maybe, and I love yeah. that you're doing this because well, Craig's talking about his drip. I talk about my drip. I mean, on my you're drip. Talking game about his drip because I never lately. gave a fuck. I but then my... he's just like, you know, I only rock brewery shirts, and you know, they're very like brewery. Like, hey, I'm a beer. I'm doing lace shirts. I just you know? get a lot of them. So but, I wear but them. also when you think about it though, that when you're looking at that type of merch, it doesn't feel like, hey, I'm wearing beer merch. It just feels like no. And I was pointing out to Tiff the favorite stuff I got lately was the I'm not wearing it now because it's 30 degrees, but I have the fire. I should go get it. Uh, Layla yeah. sweater. Which you're gonna uh, show. The, Beastie, the Beastie Boys. It's back. so yeah, and sick. And the, can you grab mine? Just in my yeah. closet, you And I'll grab mine. And grab the Zenith on the way back too, <laughs> please. I the, Craig, I think the biggest challenge in the brewing merch game. Yes, talk to me. Is try not, try your hardest, not to put a fucking hop on your. Fucking <laughs> That's all try. you gotta do. That's all you can do. Just like, really sink in. That you don't need to show more beer in your logo. Yes, and I feel like you're 100 right. And I think that like breweries, do, like, and this this comes back to the cultural thing of hip hop because hip hop has always been about being the freshest and looking good. And it's never that has you know you walk into any brewery, it's not exactly a you know everyone's wearing Supreme and shit. Like it's not, not that kind of party. So I feel like people aren't really focused on the lack of the drip. Of, uh, of of breweries, and they so therefore the the patrons don't really care. Brewers are manufacturers, so you're wearing boots and um, anything that's just going to get filthy. So you don't give a shit what you look like because you're just you know digging grain and shit. So the whole thing just doesn't really contribute to fashion. But you guys are in a unique position because you've got a bar that the brewery side of it isn't as I don't know intensive maybe so that your mindset isn't like this is a manufacturing facility you make it in, in the kitchen which is why it's small batch and why it's extra special because with that little that little pinch of love in there and um you're able to you know the people who who frequent your establishment are dressing fly you know addressing fresh and they're coming through and they want to drink good and listen to some good music and stuff like that so we're kind of just you're in a, like it doesn't it matches with your brand in a way it doesn't match with a lot of other brewery brands i would i would say so it's it's actually perfect, and I just because I've been I haven't I've been lazy about, it and I feel like I'm uh, like even though I'm an artist, I've been super lazy with how I present myself, just because I don't know, I just haven't really been thinking about. It. But recently, I changed my Instagram. I moved my beer photos to another Instagram. Thank you. Um, 
And that has been a really interesting shift in my mentality, the way I approach it. Now I've been buying like shoes and shit. I've been buying stuff online. Like I'm feeling like I'm ready for dripping, bro. So I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm so ready. So for those here, this is the uh, the sweater. This is the Beastie Boys joint, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. a 1986 throwback logo. Even the, uh, just for reference, because I was so meticulous about this. Yeah, talk to the, me. That maroon in the Lalo, that is like the Def Jam maroon. Like, Ooh, the exact like, one, it can't eh? be red. It's got to be the Def Jam color. I love it. I love uh, it so it's much. And it's, and it's a great quality hoodie, too. Like, I, uh, sorry, sweater. I washed it, of course, because of the black. I wore it for the... Uh, um, I did a one minute beer review on the oh, Zenith. So <laughs> um, no, love y'all. Thank you for that. So I was like, I wore it. It was like 35 degrees, but I didn't wash it before. I, I had to have a shower after I put it on because my entire arms were just black with the, with the stuff oh, on it. Sure. Cause that's what happens when you got to, yeah. And plus I was sweating too. Right. But this is, it's, no, they're super great it's so warm. It's such good quality. Like to them, which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate the I sweaters nice. that have, um, they make me, I'm mad claustrophobic. So I've got a couple that I don't really wear anymore because they don't have the, this, that stretch in them. And it makes me, and I, I feel like I'm not going to get this off and I start to stress. I hate this shit. Um, this one, I'm actually kind of jelly. Tiff got this one. Oh, oh, so good. I look at that joint. <laughs> because this is my favorite album of all time. Yeah, so the College Street Dropout, super good. If it was anything else, you would get cease and desist. But if you did, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sick. This is a beer we're going to have in a little bit. Um, it was the collab with Folly, right? I actually forgot yeah, to tell you. Marshall, I wore Marshall Bird. Uh, yeah, I should have. Flip that bear around for me. I literally called him. I just said <laughs> that conversation was so short. It's like, hey man, have you ever seen a soursop? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, can you turn Kanye West bear into a soursop? Like, Say less. He just messaged me. He's like, randomly, it's the perfect size fruit to make this bear. And he just sent it within a day. And I'm like, whoa. Like, dad, you nailed it. He's like, I don't even know how that even happened because we kept saying the College Street dropout because Folly was down the road. Mm. I was like, it's the perfect name. We just have to make it work. Let's just make it work. <laughs> and then uh, Colin had the idea to get soursop because we were like playing with a lot of like Caribbean fruits at the time. Okay. Yeah. And that was a headache to find that, that much fruit uh, yeah, at that time. But uh, yeah, it's, again, like you just roll with it and. Mm. It just sometimes stuff just like it just unfolds. You're like, wow, this is like such a special collab. Uh, it's too bad because we don't even have any more to drink with you. Like that Ooh. beer is gone. Exactly. Uh, Quick, eh? Yeah. I was and like, yeah, soursop would be difficult because I feel like it's quite a process. To yeah, even. like even mom my makes mom it. makes it. My mom makes like the juice. It's um, so good, yo. Have you had that like the yeah. Jamaican like soursop shit? We bought like a can across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, there's I, a Vietnamese shop across the street, and they we went there. Okay, we went there. I think Where we got bought meat. Oh, yeah, this yeah. yeah, yeah, was yeah. lit. Yeah, <laughs> you did go there. That's yeah, you took us down there. That was great. We all we all eating good, bro. Yeah. I think it was on Brew Day. Long ago was. That was when we were eating there every day. Every day, you were like, "Nah, we this is where we go." In the beginning, like this is the spot. Yeah, this is where we go. Don't worry about it. It was dope. Yeah, South Stop is such an interesting fruit, and I've only seen it less than a handful of times over the years. Yeah, so it was like, it's a very cool idea that you guys rock with that it's perfect it's perfect for it so i love that collapse your merch game is incredibly strong i love yeah. it so much so sorry did, I, did we talk about because i walked away yeah. are you designing the merch dad and then you're giving it to somebody to or like are it, you like yeah. how is this what's this process look like 
uh, processes me on the couch at midnight. Usually, after I put my kid to sleep, <laughs> and I just draw uh, in my notebook, like a, like I'm back in high school again. And then uh, I've I've had two incredible, well, three incredible design friends who basically uh, turned my ideas into life. Uh, Marshall, my best friend, best man at my wedding. Probably went in, Marshall. And then, um, yeah, Marshall used to work here. Yeah, uh, he's got the cool photography. He, he had a, yeah, a yeah, nice nice photography. Yeah, he's got a photography. Uh, and my friend uh, Keith McLeod, who designed a ton of our stuff, um, literally would just be like, hey, man, I, like, I drew this. Could you make the and, and, like instant? Uh, and now I'm working with uh, one, another one of my best friends, uh, Andrew Campana, and uh, he helped me with this De La drop. Uh, he helped me with this Mob Deep drop. And uh, we have a lot more done. Like, there's so much. Like, <laughs> crazy. We've been so busy during COVID. We've just gotten so much done. So, yeah, I, I really that. I just to drop everything that we've done. I That's love so it. cool. It's super yeah. late. It's basically, you're just going to have, have to have like a Lalo clothing line or something. Like that. so, That's the vibe. Cool I mean, that's what's I love happening. that. Yeah, yeah, essentially that's what it is. Yeah, it is. And I just feel like, because I was like, Bert, you just feel like it's like the one thing. You should go to Brewery. It's like the one thing. Or maybe it's just the a can. Exactly. No, it's like just the hero products. Or they're not called hero products in breweries. Like uh, like the logo shots and stuff Yeah, like what's that? the main like, beer? It was like hero oh, products flagship. marketing. The flagship is usually the one. And like maybe that one has a shirt or something. But it's usually just that as opposed yeah. to like, hey, I'm going to go get a series of clothing. And they all look different and are interesting. I think it's because know? breweries don't it's have cool. that same affinity with something like hip-hop. Where you can now take this, this term, which is already a, a term used in hip-hop. And apply that to all sorts of different things. Like the daylight thing is like... It's just so bright and it was so perfect on the white long sleeve with the, the flowers and stuff. Like it was it's just so like flexible and you have I think you're just working with something that most people don't have to have to work with. It's cool. Which is which is super yeah. sick. Yeah. Um I love it. Even and that even comes down to the to the kit to the bottle art, just having like that, you know, if this is your generic like bottle art until you customize it yeah. all, like just having that tribe thing on here is just so recognizable it, and so yeah. dope. Um, you guys want to rock some uh, Zenith or Zenith, however you yeah, choose yeah. to say? I'm going to go say hi to these guys quick and I'll be right back. Okay. No worries. And how are people getting the beer right now? Because you just said you're only there four times a week or something. No, you're old. You're not there at four days at a time. So like, what's the deal to get beers right now? Yeah, so when, uh, when things kind of shut down for us in March, we stood up an online store pretty quickly, okay. which has the merch but also has the bottles on it. And it kind of rotates pretty often, but um, we do a couple pickup windows during the week. Right now, we're doing Saturdays and Mondays. Nice. So Dan will come and open the front window, if you can see it. And uh, kind of like this, he's got all the shirts hanging up. He's got the two big barrels here with some plants. And, nice. And got all the bottles stacked up on the piano. You may have caught that in the frame earlier. But, um, yeah, so that's uh, Mondays and Sundays. And so, yeah, people are ordering online. We do pick up and purchase on those days. And Dan does a bit of local delivery as well. Oh, nice. But, um, yeah, we're not shipping any beer. We're shipping merch, but I think you two, your household was the first people we've actually shipped beer to. Oh, that's well, we so to, special. Yeah. We're not actually <laughs> shipping it anywhere else. So I don't know. Maybe I don't. Maybe like it's just for like specific things. Like maybe Buddy at Beer Wax should get a few beers, and that Ooh. would be something to do. But uh, yeah, I think right. we were just worried about how long. It take you know like so yeah. hot outside or they're just sitting on a truck for three days yeah yeah but, you know. it's i mean like they like the way you guys packed them was uh all these beers taste great beer, ta yeah. beer, beer trading pros yeah um, <laughs> and they look they all had they all lasted really well the good thing about it is that i whilst the heat 
of course, is a, a, a large problem. You could argue in winter the same problem with the cold because particularly in bottles, if they can crack, mm-hmm. if they freeze. Um, right. The good thing is the styles that you guys are making are not as... Like, say, if you're trying to ship haze or something, like, it's got such a yeah. finite window, particularly over the water where things tend to get um, held up. Yeah. This yeah. is a whole other thing. So I feel like you know, these all held up fantastic. They're in great condition. They're wrapped up well. So there was no issues with any of the bottles. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you could start doing I mean, I guess that would open you up to a wider market. But at the same token, if you're already selling out, like, if you did sell online and people could actually ship, I don't know, you'd have to make more beer. Probably. <laughs> All the locals would get less. So it's yeah. kind of, it's also, and that's the point, yeah. We also, like, we want people to come here and, like, check out the merch and, like, get everything else. So, like, yeah. it's good to it's ship. Experience, also, right? like, we've always tried to kind of foster the local idea. And so it's like, you know, you know, yeah. can't do too much these days, right, in public. So it's like, go for a walk, you know. Yeah, yeah so true. Come by, pick up some and water. And I love seeing that. Grab a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I love seeing the photos of people like at the window. Like that's where I kept being yeah. like, I don't know, I'm kind of jealous now. Yeah, I'm not know. jealous. Just look like everyone's just like enjoying themselves. They're coming to the window. He's just all like pictures of you guys. Like, yeah, yeah, the fresh. Like, fresh. Like, now we've got a patio out front as well, so oh, and we can also yeah, you can also drink the beer here too. Sick. Are you? Does that mean you've got beer back on kegs again, or are you guys just uh, no, bottles? just cracking bottles for now. Nice. Sick. I love it. It's so dope. So the city just let you, you're like on the sidewalk then? Like you're on, the, the uh, on the car park? No, it's the, it's the lane actually, the, under the street. Oh, Is it's it? on the street. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they basically, they got rid of one whole lane of traffic. Sick. And they get patios. Uh, yeah, they've done it all throughout the city. Oh, I love it that they cool. did that. I, I haven't today. seen that. Yeah, I love it because really they cool. had to, right? It's you not got, like, fair. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's not exactly. possible to yeah. so you socially distance outside. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and it looked like I was about to ask. I'm glad you mentioned that because it looked like it wasn't specifically yours. It felt like something that was more for the city because yeah, more was, community. Yeah, because they just yeah. they just blend they just blend into the next business. That means the coffee spot the, next yeah, the door we have it then. What's that called? It looks way more to me like Montreal, like places in Europe. That's all Montreal style. I love that. Yeah, Montreal wild with the guys. Montreal doesn't give a fuck about drivers at all. Like, they don't care about you or your like, car like my at all. Like, too bad. We like, care even... very much here. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too much. Well, there's a lot more, y'all. There's like damn near twice. Yeah, yeah twice as many people. So I respect yeah, that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Zenith or Zenith, however you like to say it. This is a yeah. golden ale, which is a well, style. I, I like to say Zenith, but I actually don't know. It could be Zenith. You know what? I think I'm it's the British American uh, pronunciation thing. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, like it's like a clip there. I think Americans say Zenith, maybe. Yeah. What, what would you say? Yeah. What would you say? We have a British correspondent We have a British. We have a little... <laughs> Is it Zenith? Or Zenith? Zenith. 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 That's what I thought. Okay. Generally, him and I are at, so now that there's two people from <laughs> similar things, then now Tip is wrong, finally, because I've been wrong for 10 years. It's been years. very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so the well, yeah. I mean, I think you summed it up pretty well in the uh, in your one-minute uh one minute review there like yeah i get a lot of stone fruit from this one but yeah, yeah the concept behind this one was um you know there, there's advantages to having higher alcohol beer like you get certain flavors that you just can't get at four you know, percent so this is you know we don't but at the same time like we really like the idea of like being able to drink you know a lot of beer right and yeah that's harder to do when they're you know six seven eight percent you know so uh, it's really about trying to like get as much flavor as we can into into a beer that's not, you know, won't fuck you up too much, you know. So right. this one's around 6.1, 6.2%. Um, finish is very dry. Uh, it's all German malt in this one. Um, but it's a, it's a blend of, uh, of, Belgian, of Belgian yeast strains. that, And that's what's really contributing the bulk of the flavor. 
Okay. Um, so it's kind of modeled after like a Belgian of golden strong. So something like a like a Duval, that type of beer, although it's not quite as strong. Um, that makes but more we sense. Are using, uh, we are using like um, American hops in this one. So it's, um, it's uh, I can't what's in this Pacific batch. I think it's Mosaic in this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So again, the idea is like hoping that like, this, the bel- the fruity and spicy notes from the Belgian yeast strain will play well with uh, with American hops, which are also can be very tropical and citrusy. I love that. That makes way more sense. Well, fellas, so fr- fruity but dry. Fruity but dry. Perfect. Love it. Get Cheers. In ya. Cheers. Get in yet, Dan? Get in yet? Um. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. When you when you um. When you put it like that, because I was approaching it, and maybe when in the review, I, I, I misinterpreted it. In a in even like a general golden ale, um, when we first started going back to Australia, we noticed that was like popping over there. Like mm-hmm. they're very few and far between out here, um, mm-hmm. but there, like there were golden ales everywhere. It was like the thing in 2016 when when we went there for the first time. So I couldn't even really differentiate a golden ale from like a cream well, ale. Because there's also like there's an English golden ale as well. So maybe the Australian version is more like uh, derived from that, like an Australian version of that. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine so based on the fruity and sweeter characteristics of this, which are much more in line, as you just said, with Belgium. That makes so much more sense to me now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. That, that's what it was going for, like a Duvel type of vibe. Like I didn't really think of it like that. And that's... Yeah, like we're always kind of... Uh, a little apprehensive about choosing what how we're going to describe the beer, like what style we're going to use. Because like if you say golden, all of a sudden people are like, oh, it's going to be really light. Right. Yeah. You know, so there's this whole, you know, or if you say something like Belgian, people are like, oh, it might be fruity and spicy, or you know, like there might be. There's all sorts of, you know, um, like loaded concepts that go into these words. So mm. it's funny, like a lot. I've always found it really funny, but the Zenith has been particularly popular amongst people who like uh, Pilsners. Mm, I can see that. Like, you know, like it does have this crispness to it, but it's also like very fruity yes. and strong as well. But for some reason, like, I don't know, maybe it's just the color. Maybe people, they don't really know what they want. So they go into a bar and they're like, hey, I'll have a Pilsner. It's like, well, we don't have that, but try this. And they're like, oh, this is great. Right. Like, oh, kind of hits the spot in a similar way. You're right. It's got that fruitiness to it. Very crispy. And you, what'd you say? It was six one. So like it's yeah. does not taste that. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is hard to hide, uh, yeah. which is definitely kudos to you as, as the brewer. Yeah. Um, I mean, the yeast does all the work, so. Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> you, I'm you, just you, there. You, the can the the you can take the credit. You can take the credit. Speaking of that, let's talk about your... I keep it a good home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that look at it. So you, man, you, you've been like a, a real, like, um, you've been like a fantastic, like you're watching you grow. Cause I remember when we first met, you were learning. I mean, obviously you're a home brewer before that. Um, and you were, you know, being guided by Brandon as far as consulting and improving your recipes and things like that. And now obviously you got to the point where you just fucking were rocking this and you were. Oh, I mean, I'm still like emailing Brandon like three times a month. <laughs> Here's like 27 new questions I have. <laughs> but still, still. But it's, it's but been yeah, really I mean, cool. Like, but he's been good because he, he like really, from the beginning, pushed me to like, you know, like, I'll help you, but also like, you know, try yourself, right? Like, right. do some reading, do some experimenting, and then, then you'll know for sure. Yeah, why, like make mistakes even. Happen, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. As much as brewing is art, it's also science. And so, you know, things happen for a reason. Like, if you're looking for a certain kind of flavor, it's 
you know, it's replicable. It's like the result can. of like multiple different chemical processes that are happening. Uh, and you know, the, the more that you can understand like why that's happening, then it's easier to kind of, yeah, like get the recipe to where you want it, get the, get your concept to where you want it. Hmm. Okay. So as far as but like, yeah, definitely no. like, I've, I hope like, I hope I've grown a lot as a brewer as well the last couple of years. You feel like you have? I think so. Yeah. 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 Like I'm I feel like, you know, like I'm like a, I'm a tough critic on myself. Of course, but, as uh, old brewers, all brewers are. Yeah. Yeah. I find that actually hilarious. And I want to be right. Like I want to always be pushing myself. I I want it to be the point where, you know, the next time we do one of these and whenever a year or two, we look back at this and I'm like, oh man, those beers were all terrible. Try <laughs> I try, yeah. And you know what? That's I had someone say to me one time. I forgot who it was. And they were like, this is the worst this beer is ever going to taste. I think that was Casey at um. <laughs> no, it was, it was not that. Casey. Yeah, okay, that. but I loved that they were. Basically complaining while drinking their beer, they're like, "This is the worst beer ever tasted." And it was great. Yeah. And they're just like, "Was it Australia?" Maybe. But I loved that, and I think every brewer is the same though in that. And I love that. And yeah. dissatisfaction just means like it's a symptom of ambition, you know? What we say so. It's just like you, in the end, you're trying to just keep improving and improving, and that's great. Like if you were like, "This beer is perfect," and it's the perfect beer, and I'm never going to do anything else different. Like I don't feel like it's that's kind of the way to go, right? It's boring. Yeah, yeah. it's cool to change yeah, I mean, things. Part of it, it's like a personal quest. You know, I just want to, like, be great at what I'm doing. I love but that. also, you know, it's also pragmatic, you know. Like, there's a lot of good breweries out there, right? And you can't be, you know, you can't just be okay anymore, you know, because mm. there's, there's so many options out there. And yeah. People are, getting, people are getting more and more savvy, you know. People, it's true. They know their beer now, right? And you can't, like, trick them. Yeah. That's true. But yeah. you're, you guys are great, so... Yeah, and I like the consistency. I've just always loved it, though, so I guess. Yeah, same. Yeah. And, like, it's, this is not the type of shit that I would typically drink, but I just, there's something about this that, do you know what it does? Like, and I didn't realize it until thinking of it right now, it puts me at the bar. Like, drinking yeah. this shit right. makes me, when I say this shit, this fantastic. And <laughs> um, just puts, I feel like I'm at the bar. And I can think of like seeing you guys there, and then like Sweet Touch Boys, and the people that are around, and just the vibe of the place. Maybe because I'm I'm associating with that, and yeah. I just really enjoy it because I find I found that my palate has moved away from like the the Belgian stuff, which is something that I started. That was the, the styles that really got me into serious beer, as happened yes. to a lot of us. And I kind of moved away over time. But you guys are doing this type of style in a way that's still approachable for. All rain, like it's hitting my palate, who I would say it's somewhat experienced, and then you know, I'm sure people it's who my palate. More, my cousin loved the like, uh, light works, yeah, oh, nice. that one. and yeah. you know, I'm schooling him we on the air like, as well. Like, you dig it? Yeah, yeah. he loves yeah. all of them, but yeah. you love the, the hibiscus first one, one. one, the first one, yeah, the first one, yeah, the hibiscus. I mean, that was fantastic, yeah. I haven't had that for ages, and I just think it's really dope because you've kept it. I feel like they're probably like, like, arguably, it's been a while since I've had a lot of these beers, but. I feel like they're definitely better, but at the very least, they're they're consistently solid as fuck, and I think that's yeah. a that's a great because you you're working on are you working on the same system? Yeah, yeah. So it's um basically like it's just in a commercial like uh you know restaurant kitchen, boiling about 113 liters. I end up yielding about 90 liters that goes into kegs at the end of, uh, you know at the end of the fermentation. Right. Mm -hmm. So very very small batch. How so many bottles? Less than a one barrel system. Less than a one barrel. How many yeah. how many bottles would that get now that you're in bottle mode? What what how many would you um, yield? Like hundred and hundred and thirty. Okay. Hundred and twenty five. And how depending on depending on how good Adam is. 
Yeah. Oh, Adam, are you the bottler? You're, you're the bottler? I, I have been doing all the bottling. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, actually, like, what yeah. that process look like? like? Do you want to break that down? all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, yeah. they're doing bottles like you're doing all this stuff. Yeah. Like, how did that even... I feel like we haven't given Adam enough shine, so fam, like, apologies. Um, yeah, tell us about the bottling side, man, because the I think reason that's a, that we're drinking this. Yeah. Oh, and you too, sorry, Colin. I, but I mean, like, <laughs> the bottling side has been interesting because um, I think it's something that we've wanted to do for a long time, but weren't mm-hmm. really able to for various reasons. And, and we're able to recently in the last couple months. So it's been a lot of fun to, um, to yeah, let I me mean, like design the process from like an actual physical, practical bottling to also making sure how we're selling it and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, in this space and we, we've got a couple pallets of bottles, like a couple thousand bottles delivered here and hand loaded them through the back and you know yeah. delivery companies asking if we have a skid and like a loading dock and like <laughs> it's kind of funny to like place ourselves next to other breweries and like piggyback on the deliveries and whatnot but in any case um yeah no like we're bottling weekly downstairs we're usually doing about uh not yeah about a batch like 90 liters or so um 120 to 130 bottles uh of the six 650 and um yeah it's just kind of like a really, I, I'll admit, like kind of janky little little setup downstairs, tapping into the keg and doing, we've upgraded to doing two bottles at once. So at least we're being somewhat efficient. Initially, it was just one bottle at a time, took a while, but- um, Cobra styles. Yeah, it's pretty simple, but it gets the job done. And uh, when Dan's running the window on Saturdays, I'm just carrying up milk crates of 16 at a time to hand out- I love that. Throwing a label he's on throwing it. Throwing a label on it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh so, shit, like you do like, fresh. Yeah, that's, this is super fresh. Like, yeah. I just literally yeah. like bottle it. I yeah. love that. I mean, like, came from like, a cold literally. keg into a bottle out the door yeah. in like five yeah. minutes. That's it's sick. not scalable, but it's oh, a lot of fun right now. And um, and yeah, it's it's been good to do bottles. So it's it's good. I love that. Speaking of that, that's a great uh, word. Just saying scalable. How can you or are you th- have you thought about how to scale something like this? Because I'd imagine that the you know the the, the not. And the hype's the right word, but you know, the excitement around your products and what you're doing with the merch and stuff is super unique, and people are gonna want more. People are gonna want it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought about how you can? Yeah, I think we wanna we wanna grow, but I I think there's a limit. Like we don't want, you know, we always want to keep that community aspect. Gotcha. The, the challenge is like we were saying before. Like there's so many great breweries out there that it's gonna get harder and harder for large breweries to be able to consistently sell their product <clears throat> with with so much great competition out there. Yeah. So uh, I think it's I think the future is more about like fostering like a niche and like a community and sort of selling to that community. And uh, you know, it's kinda like how things used to be where it was every neighborhood would have their own butcher and their own baker and their own brewer. And that's really what we want to focus on. Not necessarily just like a geographical region, but like I think taking it all together and like our niche, you know, and like the community that we're trying to foster with like bridging like hip hop and beer together. Like so we wanna stay small, but I do think like we wanna get a little bigger. So Okay. I think at this point we're just at the point where we're trying to decide if we can do that in this space or would we have to leave? If so, where would we go? What would it look like? And then we've been having this debate for months now, you know, even prior to the shutdown. And so now it's like, well, what do we do? Like what is the future of of restaurants, of like what is the future of, of retail of beer shops look like, and what are rents like, and you know, so yeah, a lot of logistics now. But right, but do you so have the short to... answer is yeah, definitely we, we want to scale it up, but okay. 
So it's like when it comes to like when everyone starts getting comfortable and wanting to go outside, I just feel like naturally that would just mean that you're going to have more business because you're already, you're already maintaining this and then there's going to be once COVID is more it's like part of the world, whatever. Once we're normal kind of again, yeah. in the end there's going to be more people and more of a demand and then I guess you, that would mean more bottles, more merch. So it's like, would it be better, I guess, you would kind of get an off-site place or get maybe a new place all together, kind of? And Yeah, and I think that's where we're kind of leaning. Yeah, saw you guys were live, so I pulled up. Shit looks good. That's what's up. That it's hey, drink. That Shout out is what's now. up. <laughs> much love, much love. Thanks for coming through. Um, no, but I, yeah, no, that's I can cool. imagine that's a good point because yeah. like I didn't think about so that. I just think I'm like it's gonna get busier by nature when people start feeling more comfortable to go outside. Like yeah, uh, that's the and you've got your patio, and your patio is using um, bottles which could otherwise be sold to people for take home. Or if you opened up the online an online store type of situation, yeah. there would be shipping. You'd be able to reach at least larger areas in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's a there's a decent amount of potential to be able to to scale to whatever three four five x what you're doing now minimum. What's the place next door? Like on the yeah. right side? Can you? Can yeah, I'm saying you take that, that shit. <laughs> not, not, the board, <laughs> not the cafe because I don't think they're going anywhere. But I mean, like, what's on the other side of you guys? So that would be convenient. Because then you can have a full shop, and then you can have a full um, like brewery attached to the shop. And it's like two separate things. That'd be, yeah. I mean, that would be. I think that's the goal, right? Like having like more of a retail space that has like a small little tasting room, maybe a nice patio, but then just a brewery in the back. Like mm. right, rather than like a full, full crazy. Rather than like, like a restaurant, right? Which yeah. Is like kind of the space that we found and moved into, but we've kind of evolved past that. I think. Okay. You're not doing food anymore, right? Like, I mean, before no. this, were you doing food? Right before COVID, or did COVID stop you from doing food? COVID yeah. stopped food. Okay, okay. Yeah, we were working with a young animal before. So. Yeah, yeah. What, the, what, the what happened, with, the what happened food, with that? Do you know what? We missed out on that shit. We, yeah. we ate, we've eaten there many times, but we hadn't been there, I don't think, to eat since he was you working there. Him, and I'm yeah. vexed, but I still never had a double. Um, it was fantastic. Food is Yeah, so I heard it was crazy. Yeah, he's uh, he's cooking now at thirty thirty, I believe, in the junction. So still oh yeah, Dundas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he moved out of the space and was just sort of moved his business elsewhere in because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, again, like COVID affects everyone. Yeah, COVID affects everyone. Yeah. yeah. So it affects everyone on different scales and different in different uh, situations. Uh, for us, we were like. Holy shit! Like, what's going on in our business? Uh, and for Adisa, he was like, "I don't know if I can cook anymore." Like, so I think you just you go you just go through the emotions and the motions of what are you going to do next. So he did cook here for a bit. He was doing takeout, uh, yeah. but you know that was like in the first two months, and shit was very scary then. Like, yeah. no one knew what the hell was going to happen. Uh, so, like anyone would. And, I respect his decision. He was like, I'm going to call it and uh, pack up. And we're like, yeah, yeah. man, like, it, it, like shit is crazy. Like I had, we hadn't even seen him for three months uh, uh, until that point. Like we, we weren't even coming in right. uh, at that point. We were like, just kind of going through the motions of getting like sourcing bottles at that time. Uh, and we had already been talking about obviously like, going more of the retail route uh, in the past. So, in a weird way, it kind of just worked out for everyone because now he's mm-hmm. he's basically uh, pumping out food and doing uh, online cooking classes every Sunday. Oh, cool! That's genius. So, That's it. So people can follow him at uh, Young Animal To, and yeah, he's 
He's doing what he, he's doing. Like he's doing, he's doing what anyone else would do. They're just trying to roll with whatever the hell is happening. Uh, I love that. I love it though. It's the pivoting, right? And I think that's like where the success is coming from. Because you guys could have been like, ah, oh, well, we're fucked. I guess we'll just close up and like maybe in six months we'll just see like what happens, right? Yeah, which for a while seemed like maybe a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but isn't it amazing that you did this? Because now you have you just keep putting out dope beer, dope business. merch, and it's like a whole other business model. And then like even Dan, you're saying like you're like oh, it causes you to kind of reflect on yourself, which I love, and do a gut check so and say like. What's the opportunity? Like, what's something like this kind of forces you to take a pause and look at like the long-term vision and goal, mm. and it's caused you guys to be like, "Hey, we love this retail side of things, right? Like, this is." Well, you're saying thing. that was the the direction you were. Yeah, it creates like a whole anyway. new business model. I think that's very cool. Yeah, it's sure. serendipitous. Changed completely. Like yeah. everything has changed completely, um, from like the way we uh, run the space to. Uh, you know our ske- our schedules are completely different. Um, Adam is definitely way more involved than he's ever been. Like he has always been involved, but Adam is here just as much as any of us. Um, it's it's all hands on deck right now. Yeah, Adam, were you a part of the business from the beginning? Yeah, I, I was. So yeah, when you guys were around in 2017, I was I was here, but um, probably had a, a a smaller like footprint. I think mainly because I actually didn't have a lot of experience, if any, in this industry, in brewing, in, in serving in bars and restaurants, in hip hop as well, I would admit. Um, so in the beginning, I, I was just like, oh, things are happening here. Like I'm involved in some way, either like physically or financially or whatnot, but I wasn't, didn't really like understand what was happening. And now, like four, almost four years later, I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. And uh, dude, he and, can reference yeah. fucking hip hop albums. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy can make cider by himself. <laughs> he knows all the lyrics guy. to goddamn sponge. <laughs> I love that. So COVID brought you in more too, then, in the end. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, yeah, definitely in terms of like, yeah, different kind of operations or logistics, like different ways that we had to like change the business, like even just like. The, the way we're doing things online now and our li- online presence beyond Dan's uh, the Lalo shop and the Instagram mm-hmm. is kind of like unprecedented for us and, and is like a lot of fun to kind of explore. So I love that. COVID definitely brought that out over the years. It's been a long time in the making. So see, yeah. I don't know. You got to look at it as an opportunity in some way. Yeah. I think you guys really looked at it in that way. I think, I don't know. That's what, I think that's the cool story that comes out of like such a weird, strange time, you know? So yeah. yeah. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's like you, it's serendipitous in a way, yeah. in the sense of yeah. like it could you could have let it defeat you guys, yeah. But instead, yeah. you were like, you know what? You maybe took a breather and you pivoted, and now you've got a retail business both on the alcohol side and on the merchandise side that you can now leverage into a whole other business if you decide to go to another place. Now you've got now you add a more deeply involved in the grand part of the team. I'm sure you guys have become closer as human beings as a part of that all. Um, and you've now probably fostered a, a, a almost more dedicated community because, yeah. you know, when yeah. something like this affects everybody. Um, it really shows who rides for you, too, because they're yeah. like out there. You see them in the face of the window. It's like... You yeah, they're them. really coming out and they're risking a pandemic. I mean, I know it's a little more chill now. <laughs> now but it's safer, like, but yeah. You know, the fact that people are coming out in the middle of all that shit with a mask on, but hey, man, can I get my beer? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so rewarding, too, to see uh, people post... Sorry, I know I said I didn't want to be the face of the company, but... I, <laughs> I just want to be. But my face should be there. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, 
it's so rewarding to see people post their beers in their home. It's like so. I mean, I, again, I credit where credits due. It's Collins Beer. There's just I just have such a deep sense of pride to see people post their bottle with their glass filled at their home. Like that is insane to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just that that alone is such a thrill for I mean I think all of us but like that's like that's wild we yeah. were making one beer called well I don't even know what our first beer was maybe it was once again I don't even know what it was but like yeah it's just crazy to be Lowlands Lowlands was Lowlands that's right yeah I remember that oh, yeah I totally yeah. remember Lowlands Lowlands evolved into uh, Lightworks. Ah. One of our most brewed beers. We've done so many of those. It's taken it's a long crazy. time. Yeah. That's so dope. Um, we got a couple more comments coming in from It's Beer Drank. He's saying, I saw you. Oh, oh no, I that was the that first one. one. Sorry. Outcast over swollen members. Outcast is better than swollen members. I mean, I can yeah, see I that. Say so. I mean, swollen members, I can even know. Vancouver, they do the thing. He goes, okay. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm taking a shot every time I hear the word serendipitous. I'm drunk now. You've only said it once, though, so you're only going to get to take one shot. Y'all be easy, good stuff over here. Good stuff I, over here. Thank you. Peace, my G. Um, no, I love it. Um, no, it's super cool, man. I just think everything that, that you guys have been doing for, for that is just, as far as just, the like you said, the pivoting is just so, uh, like, a beer did an, was an industry that did better than, yeah. probably a lot of people would have thought, you know, I, I was always like, man, all these We were super concerned. Well, I was like, yeah, man, well, concerned for the industry and always like, oh, maybe the hype beers will be easier to get because no one will care as much. Now everything is 10 times harder to get. Everyone's yeah. selling shit online. Like you're saying, your, your beers are now, even though you had them in kegs before, technically it was the same volumes. Now when they're in bottles, it's almost like, oh, this is like harder to get hold of. Like, oh, shit, now I need to really get my little beers in. So now the beers are harder to get. The merch is like selling now. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me happy that people, I don't know if it's if it's concerning or not, but people are choosing to spend their <laughs> income or their serve money on uh, on, on, on booze and, and, and beer shirts. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, man. But then, now. doesn't it show how important breweries are to a community? The yes. fact that people are supporting so heavy. I mean, I know we all need to get drunk to deal with the fucking pandemic and social injustice, but like, it, helps. it, it, it certainly does help. But I feel like it just shows how much of like, yo, man, when this shit like wraps up, we need these businesses here because it means a lot to us and I think that just shows like from, from like a human and the importance of community yeah. the importance of community exactly yeah. I think that's really dope and the fact that you guys were sort of like you could have gone either way you could have been like you know let's just wrap this up but no you sort of like tripled down like alright fuck it man let's, let's go yeah. let's do this let's make it even better and it's super cool and as well I was well. so excited when I saw the bottles and people just posting them on Instagram yeah. and people just talking about it on Twitter like, I was more jealous than excited cool. for the yeah I was pretty jealous I was pretty jealous I'll, I'll because I don't have access to this shit I was like I want to be cool and stand yeah, I want to be cool and get the Bro, yeah. So, yeah, you guys are so cool. You're the only people that have our beer. We haven't shipped our beer to anybody. Yes, Colin. Colin was just saying when you were outside before. Like, yeah. Yo, we, we scored. Um, Someone asked for stout today at the window. You want me to bring that up? Yeah. The only stout, stout bottles in your fridge. Yeah, you have literally the only stout. Oh, we have the only stout bottle? I was about to and bust you have up. the only college dropout. Oh, shit. We have the only bottle of the black and both sides stout right now. Hey. Which is, uh, I love that you still make this beer because it's, a, it's hey, still 5%. Hey, hey. I have to get a photo of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, you want to do it before we... Oh, no, no. Oh, it's five point eight. I love it. I just think it's so dope that you've made a, once a beer, uh, oh, and it's all black and white too? Get fucked. <laughs> I didn't even stare at it enough when I got them all. I just kind of like 
washed it up, put it in the fridge, and kind of like didn't look at it because I knew if I looked at it too much, I'd want to. I'd be tempted, and I knew I had to wait to drink shit. I was actually glad. I know you were supposed to send a Northern Touch instead of two Zenith, but I was happy you did because I at least got to drink one. So I'll, I'll, you know, I'll send. I'll figure out how to send you Northern Touch when you uh, cop or, all that. When I cop, when I cop the Mobi, trust. <laughs> Trust, I'm about to drip, bro. I want to, I want to wear it in a music video. I got a bunch of shit coming up, so I'm like, I gotta rap. I want to rap for the homies, and now I got some beer gear that doesn't just look like beer gear, and I can look fly. My fresh thing. I think the thing was, yeah, like from all the breweries I've seen and worked in, it was just so cookie cutter. It was just yeah. so basic. It, it, uh, it really is. No, no one cared. I think people were just making merch because someone told them they're supposed to. Yeah. Pretty much, man. And I just like, once again, like I was saying before, I really don't think beer is is typically in line with fashion. It's just it's just how it is. Like, the, the the you know people in beer aren't really thinking about fashion. When I say in beer, I mean people are in beer. So like the beer world is not focused on that. So like you, you have to be one step sort of. You you guys are equally in beer as you are in hip hop. Is that accurate? I'd say it's accurate because. For me, like when I see, I don't see a lot of beer. I don't necessarily see a lot of beer culture in here. Mm-hmm. I think they they stumble in here. I think yes. a lot of like the the beer, the beer culture uh, randomly will search a brewery where they're standing, and we pop up and they come in because I don't necessarily. No one. Uh, I used to think there were beerners, but I, I feel like that is dis- like just disappeared. I think there's just beer connoisseurs mm-hmm. they don't tell you they're beer connoisseurs and it's up to you to decipher if they are or not when they're in there uh and then like <laughs> an hour later your uh your ratings pop up and you're like oh oh uh, that guy really liked the beer or uh-oh <laughs> or the fact that they're even on untapped in the first place means yeah, there's some untapped. level of like, just like it'll just pop up and you're like oh that you're like he really liked beer. He like really this. fucked with the beer, right? Because I feel like the average person is not doesn't know what the fuck Untapped is, like in any shape or form. I'm literally on Untapped right this second because I need to check in because I need to let <laughs> Mad Dem know what the fuck I'm drinking. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm on Untapped. Like, you know what? It's just like a it's just like a, a way to like some people get really really mad about Untapped, and I respect that. But I feel like it's like a, a way to um, like is it a watered your glass. Always going to clean out the glass. Always put a little bit of water in there. You know what I'm saying? Keep that shit fresh. Oh, thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, I feel like it's a way to document what I'm doing. I don't really care about the rating. It's just a more like, oh, have I had that before? Because I forget. I've had so many fucking beers. I don't even know. Even I liked what Patrick said last week or the week before. You guys interviewed Patrick from Did you Patrick? From I had. Blood I think I had. We had Blood Brothers with you guys for the first time ever. You, uh, you guys told us about them when they had the um, what's the white chocolate the stout? White stout? Oh, White Lies? Yeah, no. no White, white Lies, lies is, is the, oh, yeah, the uh, fucking, uh, great, it starts with G. Why am I having a blank? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking, that, about. You're talking about. That joint. Yeah, it's typically good. Um, but yeah, I know about that. Do you, you guys know Patrick? We met, we met Patrick at uh, Folly's reopening when they took new ownership. Yes. And we, uh, we drank Guilty Remnant. Guilty Remnant. Buzz that day. Yeah, <laughs> we, sat, we sat with uh, all the Blood Brothers that day. It was a great, it was a good day. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, the they're good cats, man. Good you guys should definitely collab with them. They're good cats. The um, yeah, we, but we know about. See, I feel like I learned about a lot of Toronto breweries from you guys coming in there. Um, about different ones I hadn't hadn't messed with. You were preaching about yeah, yo, you need to try these motherfuckers. Like, and I, I really I love that. 
Gorgeous. That not only, I know, really how sexy these fucking look at this sexy ass beard. Yeah. Woo! Um, I was st- I'm still very new, like, I'm still super new to the game, though. Like, uh, I, I'm definitely, I'm on the outside looking in. Like, I, I love beer culture, mm-hmm. but I'll never pretend I know what I'm talking about. Like, that's why I think people enjoy when I serve beer because I pretty much, like, serve in layman's terms beer. Right. I like so, that. Uh, people will be like, is this good? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, super crushable, light. And they're like, okay, like, what kind of, like, is, is it hoppy? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, well, like, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Cole's in the background. I'm like, can I call like, <laughs> Dan, I told you. <laughs> Write it on yeah, your you palm. Know, There's ways of selling notes. beer. There's two ways of selling it. And, like, and it's, it's always like, you know, you, you read your crowd and you know who's going to rip you apart if you say something wrong. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people are just like, I honestly don't know where I am. Please help me. And I'll just be like, okay, what do you like? And I'll be like, okay, we'll try this. And I'm not going to tell you you're a dummy for not right. knowing yeah. anything. Because I think that there, there also was a bit of uh, misconception with beer bars and breweries that, like, you don't, don't you dare go in there and not know what a triple hops, uh, quad, you know, sour... Triple Axel is. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the next beer we're making. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yo, I, mean, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Save me a bottle for real. Um, but it's true, though, and I think that's what scared a lot of people about craft beer. That's actually yeah. why we started the podcast. The whole point was that like beer felt very unapproachable to a lot of people, and even when we were listening to podcasts, it just seemed so intense and super pretentious. So we wanted to make beer be layman's terms. Like, hey, the whole reason that we're drinking this is because there are great people behind it, which is why we're like, the podcast is to tell the story, right? Because yeah. people always buy stories. Yeah. People always buy stories, right? So yeah. the whole point was like, if you meet these if you meet these people behind the business, you see their face, you talk to them, you understand their values, that'll make you buy from them. And in the end, you're having this like gorgeous thing in your glass that you used to have from Molson, but now you're having it from a local yeah. place instead. Yeah, it's weird with beer because like it used to have such a like it historically had such a lowbrow connotation and like you know like it's like the way that our parents drink drank beer right where they were just like oh it's just a beer you know it all yeah. tasted the same they're all shitty <laughs> and and then it was like after the craft beer kind of you know boom it was like not it's not that it went too far in the other direction but I think like for a lot of people it, it came off as pretentious yeah it's like you know. It's so it's weird because it's like beer. It needed to get more respect than it had for yeah. so long. Because like it is as interesting as wine, hundred percent, or, or you know scotch. Um, it's definitely as complex, but like you know it, that doesn't mean just because it's interesting and complex doesn't mean it has to be pretentious. Yeah. But ultimately, it should just be like, do you like it? Great. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it's good. Awesome. And that's interesting though, because also like when we're speaking to some of the wineries now, they're like, fuck, craft beer is just fucking killing us. Because craft beer became approachable. Where yeah. wine still, people go in. It's the same thing that you're saying, Dad. Like, you go in, you're like, oh, I don't want to say anything wrong or whatever. That's yeah. what people feel like. They go to wine tasting and they just don't even talk or ask questions because they feel like they're being judged. And then beer became this, like, hey, come in, like, drink this thing, like, hang out with your friends. And now wine's like, how do we become approachable? And even one oh, of our. God, tuck your shirt in. <laughs> and even, like, one of our really good friends who own a winery, Rosewood in Niagara, like, the reason that I think they're killing it on top of everything is that they're killing it, but I think one of the reasons is because they make it so approachable. Like, yeah. they have labels that are, like, 
hip hop inspired, like things called Gucci and stuff. It's just like they're so different from everyone else, and they're just experimenting. They're wearing flannel. You're not allowed to wear flannel and wine. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> yeah. I should probably introduce us all. Honestly, they you guys would get along for sure. Well, Colin does. I mean, that is my. See, I, I do picture us making wine as well one day. So. I think that I would love to introduce you, like Ryan and Will. Oh, yeah, Will, the yeah. um, like owner operations manager, and then um, Ryan, the brewer. They're just like so wine cool. Maker. Wine <laughs> maker, but you might as well be a brewer. It's like the same thing. I don't know. Same like, shit. In the end, you're people who are crafting beautiful liquids for people to drink, right? Just yes. so many damn liquor laws, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be amazing if we could just start making everything. Oh, so are you not allowed to make wine? Uh, no, but you need a winery license, I guess. Wine, wine, okay. I mean, you I need to own. You need to own an orchard. Oh, so you can't license grapes from somebody and like do something like that type of oh. thing. Oh, Jesus! Why do so many laws are so complicated? I mean, maybe with your friends, we could collab and make it with them. Yes, you could. Aim behind it, but I mean. Yes, they they work with a lot of breweries. Yeah, they worked with Blood Brothers, Bellwoods. Um, oh no, Merritt. Yeah, they've been doing cider yeah. with um, what's that cider company? Oh, uh, Revel. Rebel cider. Um, some of that. Oh, oh Revel's amazing. Yeah, yeah man. So they're, they're the coolest stuff. wine motherfuckers ever. ever like, cause yeah. they get it. They're like, they're like, but they're like the homies. Like y'all are the homies. Like we talk to them regularly. Like yeah. they're like not just like oh yeah we interviewed them once and whatever. But like we always go there. We support them like. They their wines are the best wines I've ever had. I mean, like, so great. We haven't been to Europe or anything for that, but like you know, as far as Australia and, and North America are concerned, I feel like they're the best stuff. They're the most interesting. They break all the VQA laws so that they don't always get VQA because they do it in a way that's more interesting. Yeah. So therefore, their end product is more interesting. Yeah. They work with local So they artists. make a hazy Pinot Noir. And you're not allowed to do that. For yeah, example. it's so unfiltered and shit. You know they. They sell like the like Bellwood use their honey, their lavender, their wine skins. Um, mm. Who did one recently? Oh yeah, Blood Brothers, like you said. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of others I'm I'm forgetting, but I feel like y'all would connect on a level that they like they just get it in yeah. a way that wine is a little bit on the you know snooty kind of kind of vibe. Yeah. And, they have and, a notorious PTG. Yeah. Which is the um it's, and the Pinot. Uh, the Pinot and they had they wanted to call it? they didn't do it, but they had this but they wanted to call it Shardy P. Shardy P. But they thought like, like it'd be too over the head of everybody. Like I think they thought it'd be like Pinot too crazy. Or something? Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Like, but they're having fun. See what I'm saying. Really enjoying themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like integrating the stuff that they like into everything. It's very cool. Yeah, which is super dope. Yeah. Um speaking of something we like, look, I don't know if we introduced the black on both sides. Oh uh, no, we did. Oh. Yeah, just so you can tell us about that, even though you guys aren't drinking it. I'm, I'm sorry, and, th and th thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and thank you. Because I haven't had this for a long ass time. Um, yeah, tell us about uh, tell us about this five point. Well, it's a, it's a black water remedy, bitter and tender memory, classy Ooh. felony, facing the death penalty, stimulant, <laughs> hey. sedative, right? Violent, competitive, okay. street unaccredited, right? Keep going. <laughs> we, should just do, I we should just do mathematics. Let's just do mathematics and food. Uh, yeah, I mean, like a lot of the beers that I make, I, I try to be kind of like inspired by more traditional styles, but not necessarily limited to it. Um, so this one, kind of like the Lightworks, where I'm taking like two different wheat beers and kind of blending them together. It was taking two different, two different like traditional dark beers and kind of like trying to take elements of each that I like. Okay. So I'm trying to make like basically like like a 
like an oatmeal stout, but kind of blending in elements of a Belgian double that I like. So adding in like kind of dark fruit notes, oh, and like some okay. uh, some nice acidity that's almost like kind of like grape like acidity. Um, and then yeah, the idea is really for it to 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 have like a, um, a smoothness and a richness, but without it being like overpowering. But you know how like people will always talk about oh this tastes like chocolate. Or they'll say this tastes like coffee, but then yeah. it's like, well, that doesn't mean anything, right? Because like chocolate has all sorts of like crazy, like if you get really good chocolate, it's got all sorts of interesting flavors in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then same with coffee, you know, uh, like if you're getting really good fresh coffee. So that's kind of what we were going for. Like so, like basically, yeah, you should be getting like a lot of coffee and chocolate notes, but like not one dimensional, like kind of like no. And like you mentioned, the double, there's definitely like a fruity element to this that I never noticed before, probably because I was... I actually miss it, like as you guys are drinking, I'm I'm thinking about the taste. (laughs) Yeah, and so that one is, it's, uh, you know, it's basically like more or less like a a traditional like English stout, but I add, you know, there's some Belgian Belgian malt in there as well as um, Belgian, there's a blend of... uh, blend of yeast strains but some of the yeast in there is uh, belgian as well mm. so giving it a little bit of that fruitiness spiciness that's, that's something i couldn't explain it any better it's got a nice a dryness that i really like about it too which i guess is the english style yeah um which is super dope uh do you do this one often or is it kind of like maybe because it's this was like a remnant of the last cold season or something yeah you know, because we're so small, we can't really brew that many different types of beers. So we, we usually brew that one more in the winter. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that, I mean, the last batch we probably brewed of that was maybe April or so. Oh, right. So this is April, little... or, April or May. So, I mean, that's had quite a bit of time to, to cellar and to, like, really nice. Yeah. Super but, uh, yeah, so we'll probably do that one again. We'll do that one again definitely for the winter. Okay. Okay. Damn, that's actually going to do it more often. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just keep enjoying it for you. Yeah, I'm going to rock with that. I'm going to rock with that. I love it. So as far as like your your um the beer release schedule and stuff, so for people who are trying to cop, like how what's the sort of like expectation that people would have? How often do you drop? How often do you do new beers? Like what's the, the general deal as far as that's concerned? I mean, now it's just so hard to say because like everything's so – thrown off schedule wise but uh uh, for the last little bit we've been focusing more on like kind of like i I guess you call them like our core beers so Mm -hmm. you know the ones that you've already had plus the northern touch okay um but yeah i think we might be doing uh, born sinner which is our uh, berliner vice nice um so i think we'll do that late summer Mm -hmm. and then uh we'll be doing um refine which is a brown ale Mm-hmm. Yes, I've had that. Yes, yes, yes. Do that one more for the fall. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then into the stout for the winter. Okay. And you you were doing the uh, I know you brought up the cider and then you know both you and Adam were making the ciders. You got the Benita, which is perfect for Tricor Quest heads, so, you know, a uh, nice reference. And you've had multiple variants of the. Um, you add additional fruits to the cider. Yeah, we've kind of uh, we've experimented. We've experimented quite a bit with it, but I think we really kind of like where we were at with the most recent batch, which was uh, pineapple and uh, guava, which we thought was a a really good mix. And then we also add quite a bit of salt to that as well. So it's also kind of like has a bit of like a margarita, but also goza kind of 
feel to it as well if you get right. that kind of that salty tropical kind of feel from it mm-hmm. but which is like yeah like when it's when it's cold and it's tart but it's also salty it's like it's hitting like multiple flavors in your tongue at the same time I love that. that is. is that a summer uh, product or what's the general? Uh, we kind of do that one. No, we do that year round, I would say, typically. Okay. But, uh, haven't done it for a while. Um, but yeah, we're but actually we're going to do that on Tuesday. So we'll have that in about a month or so. There's going to be a crazy merch drop for that shit, too. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be crazy. Any, uh, any teases? Any teases? You want to have the exclusive? No, no, I give you the mob. You can't. Don't give. You can't me. get them all. Yeah, I got. I got greedy. I got greedy, Dan. I'm sorry. They call us DJ Clue. Know where you saw it first or something? The episode? Yeah, I'm sucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want the exclusive? You just trying exclusive. to get exclusive. I was trying to get exclusive. I was trying to do it. I was trying to. Do it. I got too cocky. Um, man, this has been fantastic, guys. Uh, yeah. This has been super, super dope, y'all. I think I'm gonna keep that College Street uh, drop out and do a one minute. Nice. Oh, that, dope. Yeah, that's great. Man. Instead yeah. of rocking that during this, we got through the, the main beers. Um, it's been super dope drinking these again. Like I was saying before, like it's just such a – like it, I was saying to Colin Ford, Dan, it just takes me back. Drinking these takes me to the bar. And I, I imagine that's what happens to everybody. Like I'm drinking this shit and it just reminds me of standing at the bar with all the pennies under it. Yeah. With you guys there and like Sweet Toast on there and like mad people just chilling, eating good-ass food. Like it's just – it's, it's something that, that people want to replicate. And that's why they're taking home what you guys have done with you know with the merch, with the beers, with the bottle, and, and pivoting and doing it. Like it's it's fantastic. You're doing it for the community. It's something that's important to people. And you know, I, I can't give you enough props for, for maintaining and just taking it to new and new levels as far as the quality of the beer, the merch stuff. It's just exceptional. So much respect. I really appreciate y'all hanging out tonight. Yeah, thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, also, I mean. The whole we didn't really touch on the playlist because you made a playlist. Oh, we'll talk about the playlist. Yeah, of course, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. I keep I know, going I back to you. I know you're trying to wrap it up. But, no, no, no. Uh, I'm in the right. <laughs> playlists <laughs> are a big deal, and you you're a part of that. Yes, that, I appreciate uh, it. Hub. Let's talk about it. Uh, but just uh, talking about you know how you're drinking our beer and it makes you feel like you just you're back here. The whole point of those playlists was to basically go with your beer. So like. People who are taking our beer home, you also get the, we're, we're creating that vibe on multiple playlists from all of our big, like, uh, you know, big hitters uh, and who've been in this space before and have created that vibe before. So it's awesome. Like, I listen to these playlists all the time. I think we have 22 now. Um, and there's more coming. Like, uh, it's amazing uh, to the point where people are just like, please let me make a play. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, I think what, what you're saying about, you know, when you drink our beer, yes, I, I feel the same. When I drink our beer, I think about the good times I've had here. Yeah. And um, what you need to do is get a glass because a lot of people are saying, I just need that Lalo glass to really bring it all together, Yeah. which we do sell online. Okay. Um but Link in the description. Uh, there's something about having your Lalo glass at home playing a playlist. Uh, it, it's magic, and I love it. I love it. No, you're so right. And I like, love the playlist. Even the other day, I was. You're like, yeah. is this my playlist? Yeah. Because I was just like, we'll be bumping it a lot because it's just all my favorite yeah. joints, and it was kind of like an excuse to put together. It's about two hours, I think. What everyone's playlist is approximately thirty yeah, songs. Yeah, like, you know, it's a Maxwell uh, mixtape. 
like back in the day. So yeah, when you used to buy those tapes, you get about 160, or if you buy the extra, it's like 180. Right, yeah. and it was like I really enjoyed doing well, it because it was able to put some of my favorite songs. Like yeah, Tiff was playing, like yo, because I was like, why are you playing this like Black Milk song? It was like my joint. And she knew. She's like, "Yo, did you jack this joint?" Because I jacked it for one of the songs from my album. Like, I was like, "To, my, to clarity." Yeah. Like, Yo, and I'm like, "Did you steal this?" Like, yeah, yeah, I did. Fuck that. Fuck that. This shit is over. But it was so. It was just such a dope experience doing it, and I, I listened back to it because it's just all my favorite songs in one place. And it wasn't really. That was like the cool experience of having to do it, being a hip hop head and being able to know that I was like, because I was like, "Yo, what do you want? Do you want just rap shit or whatever?" Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, whatever you want. So I was like, I mixed it up a bit and did the thing. Like when we do mixtapes, we always do like the bell curve. So you start big, you kind of go a little slow in the middle, and you come back to the slappers. Um, and I slipped in a couple of that joints in there as well, of course, for the man. But um, it was just like it was just really cool to that, have that experience and do it because I don't always have an excuse to make a playlist of all of this music and all the other yeah, ones I've been back to. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. A bit nostalgic of like uh, the time, like uh, again, the type of music heads we are. It brings you back to a time of uh, how simple it used to be and how and also how hard it was to make a tape uh yeah back in the day right i mean that making a mixtape took a lot of work back in the day i mean pause record go back rewind started too quickly oh my gosh fix it perfectly uh suit the mood maybe need an interlude like you just search and you try to make the perfect tape whether it was for someone you loved or just someone uh you wanted to just like you know, flex how much you knew about music and just show them like you were like I'm in I'm in this too, and for for me it's just a, a great opportunity to showcase the the family uh, of Lalo and what we've created. And everyone who's done a playlist has been here multiple times, has performed here, has uh, contributed to um, you know uh, bigger bigger events. Uh, they've had their birthdays. They've had their parents here. Like everyone on there is completely a part of this uh, Lalo family, and I think that's I love looking at that on Lalo Radio because when I go to Lalo Radio's account, mm-hmm. I just love looking at the big grid of everyone there, and I'm like, wow, like look at look at what like our just good good deeds have brought, <laughs> like just being good people. And believing in uh, what we've been doing from day one, like we've, we've gotten everyone in here that we've, we've wanted from Junior T. That's what I was thinking. And, like, uh, you next. know, like it, it's just wild. You yeah. Know? Junior Every, T, everybody. yeah, Dopey, yeah, and, um, Steph, like T Junior. Yeah, T Junior. Uh, um, Did you have Rick and Paul? We got uh, Element. We got uh, uh, no Rick. Rick in his bro haven't done one yet. Wow, uh, come uh, on, sweet sash, get your act together, they should do one each. So much coming. Yeah. We got, uh, who's coming, like, Nilla, MC Nilla's coming soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know she did the uh, uh, launch there, too. You no, know, it's exciting. It's it's such a... Colin had one, you had one. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's yeah. Like, yeah. They worked hard on it, and it's like, they gave it to us to just put out there. And it's it's an ex- yeah like I said it's an excuse to showcase uh, our little, how deep yeah. our little family runs yeah I love it I love it so much it's the it's such a dope idea um, I had something such a cool idea out of it. Uh, do you say the YouTube comment here yeah I was about to say the that beer now. dork says great episode can't wait to pick up some Lalo beers now hey so you that's can get them online saying. and in store sorry what are the days you can get them in in the- uh, so you can order online anytime always. Uh, if you're in the city, 
Um, you can pick up on Mondays and Saturdays. All right. Uh, and depending on where you live, we can deliver. Okay. All right, beer door. So, so like yeah. A, uh, Is that Lilo Bar TO or what's the Lilo, uh, what's the website? Our website is Lalo.beer. Okay. And it'll be in the link in the description as well. Yeah. And then when you get there, you got radio, you got uh, shop, you got beer, and you got about. Oh, I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. perfect. It's good that you tried it. Nice. Since 2016. I love, I love it. it. It's I love lit. It. All right, um, great. It's amazing. I've got to get the thumbnail before we sign off from the, the thing. Oh, yeah, so you guys have so, to get cozy. Could you, do you reckon all three of y'all could fit? Basically, Colin is dead in the middle. Colin, where he's at right now is like. Here, hold on. Give us a second. It's sad here the whole time. It's like the best backdrop. Oh, with all that stuff. Oh, with all the bottles, yeah. We got records and bottles, and it's we got the piano here, which we never actually figured out how to do. Okay, I think you have to push the phone back to get Adam in. Woo! Oh, you got that. You got that. You're gonna make a beat right now. How's that? You got it? Do you see us off? I get half of Adam's face. We have half of Adam's half face. Half of your face. And half of yours. And Colin is like really it's good. Like real okay, close. so there's Adam's in. All right, Dad, you're gonna have to get closer and, you know, show that you love each other. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, we got that. All right, that. Y'all ready? <laughs> I love it. Did we get it? Hey, hey we got it. Nice. Perfect. Oh. I feel like I'm super blacked out, but <laughs> you know what? Yeah, as long like, as you can see me, we can, can. we can see y'all. I love you guys. You guys are so great. Nah, you guys are uh, amazing. I really, I'm just happy, really and I just love it. seeing you. Like I don't know. I want to see y'all. I love seeing y'all dominate and win. Yeah, it's just great. It just makes me really happy because it would have been a devastating thing for you guys specifically. That would have hit hard if you guys didn't stick around for uh, after all the, all the COVID, COVID stuff. Lifestyle, but no. Just because of like, there's no other place that feels like home as far as like a brewery. And even though we're not in Toronto as much as we would like, particularly since all of this, like that would have been like, oh man, Layla, like so, like to see y'all th- not only just survive but thrive. Thriving, yeah. It's beautiful, and y'all are amazing people, and it just makes me, you know, I, I consider y'all friends for real. Like, uh, it's it's very cool to see homies just fucking dominating and just continuing to win and really contributing to the community. And check out Dan on Relentless twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, I got the album coming <laughs> down the joint, Survivor. Are you dropping it? Yo, I, I, Dad's I don't, like, did I waste my time? I'll text you about it because I don't want to say it. music coming? Or no, not? I, I don't want to say it publicly because <laughs> I don't want any negative energy towards the. Oh, getting it out. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. something. I'll text you about it. But if it works out, yeah. I'm gonna have to bring you here for some stuff. Oh shit! If type of thing. Hopefully, either way, even if the thing doesn't happen, I'll need to do that anyway. But the thing will make it easier to do that. If you know what I'm saying. Here. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be pretty hard to lock down, bro. Okay, well then, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll figure it out, or we come there. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we can come there. That's, not, that's actually not. That's not not an option. So. There you go. I'll explain. Um, but y'all, I appreciate you. you I'm have gonna to quarantine when you go to Toronto. No, nah, I don't have to quarantine. Here. Okay. I think we just go to not get COVID. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> you just have to not get COVID. You guys, could, you guys could stay at Layla. We're barely here. All right, cool. So we have an air mattress. Nice air mattress. I'm just saying. Drop it in the middle there. People be knocking on the window at 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then you Can have you to imagine? work on the Mondays. At 10 a.m., people are coming in like, "Yo, let me get some beer." I'm like, "Fuck off, I'm sleeping." All serve. You just have to say every time I give it, you got to say, yeah, "Get yeah. it in." You just have to stand there and do it Respect. every time I hand the beer over. Like, Respect. get it. Who, who is that guy? I'm like, don't. don't worry. Worry. <laughs> He's doing the playlist. Yeah, I mean, he does the playlist. Don't worry about it. You know what? I'm comfortable with that. I feel like that's I a fair that. that's a fair trade. I love that. Um, 
where can everybody find all of you guys either individually and the company online? Uh, well, the company is at Lalo Shop. Uh, I mean, that's all you really need to do. Yeah, you don't. At Lalo Shop. Lalo Shop, everyone. The rest is just mine and Colin's baby photos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you don't really need to follow us personally. Okay, I respect that. If you want to, cool. I still have to approve you. So if I don't know you, you're not getting in. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like Private that. Tanks, you keep that family thing serious. Yeah, you know yeah, what I respect um, but yeah, at Lalo shop at Lalo shop for now until we evolve okay. until whatever it is. And uh, Lalo dot beer is our website, and uh, Spotify is at Lalo to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, what was that word that Brandon said? Uh, oh, an isolamal appetite. I need to say that before you left. Oh, I, I, okay. Say it again. <laughs> Isolamalapate. That's not it. Isolamalapate. Fuck. Isol. Isolamalapate. Yeah, it's nothing. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why is that? I fucked with the periodic table. I don't know. I guess. Uh, our very, our very first interview, Brandon was dropping some. Beer Brandon was dropping like, some terms. <laughs> Brandon was and dropping. Y'all, y'all all laugh at me. I like acting like you all knew. <laughs> And I'm like, everybody. And then I was like, can you please put the word at the bottom? Oh, so I probably um, actually managed to put it. Did she do it? I probably did. You did it. it. You did it? There you go. There you go. We have to do that here, too. Yo, check out episode 49. Check that shit out. That was funny. That was a good time. Oh, so we I just pretend. Well, I haven't forgot, and I still can't <laughs> You know what? We're, we all don't have science degrees, so I don't think anyone's expecting Brian was dropping some beer science Yeah, he went, shit he went in. He let us yeah. know. Yeah, he let us know. Yeah. You like the you man that know. know. You don't know this chemistry. At so, all. Yeah. yeah Not real, even. Real. Yeah. All right. Let me wrap up the podcast. Stick around after the podcast because we still stay live for a second. And then stick around after that because then we're so going to we say goodbye. And say goodbye. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, guys, thank you so much. Appreciate y'all. If you guys enjoyed the episode, mate, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. Check out the long form audio so you can hear extraordinarily attractive gentlemen like Dan, Colin, and Adam talk about craft beer. Mate, that is it. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Fucking get in, y'all.